welcome everyone to 25 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. Corey. Uh, no Eric this week. Eric is probably watching Netflix, right? Well, they're, I bet you they're watching The Office. That's a good way no. to cheer up people. So I, that's yes. probably what they're doing. Yeah, he said his you know wife was having a tough day, so um, he's taking the night off. Uh, he I don't think he played Middle Earth anyway, so right. I don't think yeah, so. I, he probably would have said something if he did. <laughs> I'm sure he would have. Uh, but yeah, that's our topic for today. It's going to be Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Me and Corey played it. Will did you end up playing it at all? I did not. I was playing a couple other stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So that's our main topic. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? I actually have quite a bit. Let's hear it. I kind of went on a, a find myself in in the gaming universe adventure this weekend. So I played a little Trine 3. Ooh, I nice. played a little Total War Warhammer 2 that just mm-hmm. came out. Uh, I played a little more Cuphead. I played some more Rocket League, which um, I will only talk about for a minute or less, I promise. And then I played Kingdoms and Castles. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that one, but uh, no, I very... am. You are, Will? I think it's on my Steam wish list, actually. Yeah, it's a very uh, scaled back strategy uh, life, or not life sim, but medieval town castle sim. So nice. Yeah. Uh, I played Stardew Valley on the Switch. That's mostly what I spent my week playing, amongst other things. But that's primarily what I what I played quite a bit more than I probably should have. No shame in that. No shame in that. So that that's what I'll talk about. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Yeah, I've been playing Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of that, honestly. Uh, and I've also played a little bit, I would say two hours of Mother 3. Oh, nice. Yeah, I kind of, I saw a article on, I think it was Destructoid of like the best like fan made projects or whatever. And mm-hmm. like number one was the Mother 3 uh, English translation. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Everything I read about this game is the story is good and it's emotional and it's an earthbound game. So kind of wanted to give it a go. So I've been playing that here and there. People still hope for a Western release for that. I just don't get why Nintendo wouldn't. I'll talk about that when we play it, but or okay. when we talk about it. But All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So let's get into Middle Earth Shadow of War. Uh, it was developed by Monolith Productions and published by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, who is the new Ubisoft, who is the new EA. Um, if you played the first Shadow of Mordor game, the controls will immediately be familiar. They're most, mostly the same. Uh, I don't know about you, Corey, but it took me about two, probably two hours to get back into the swing of of how the game felt and how it controlled before I was uh, not doddering around and, and being orc fodder for a while. I kind of had the opposite experience. You, you picked it up right away? Yeah, it was kind of like riding a bike for me. Yeah. I don't know if if a lot of times it's something that I've played recently that's similar that has different control scheme. And I think that might be why, like, you know, I was constantly pushing the wrong buttons and stuff. Um, but yeah, it took me about two hours and I, and I, and I fell right back into it. Uh, some of the more, more notable new additions skill wise are the double jump. I don't know if you've unlocked that yet, Corey. Yes, I have. Um, and then the ability to dominate and ride drakes, which are essentially like 
mini dragons, I guess, for lack of a better word. I don't know if I you've done not, that at I all, have, Corey. I have not gotten that, no. Oh, okay. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Drogon burning up the wagon train in uh, in uh, uh, Game of Thrones. So, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Um, yeah, those are the most notable new things. Like, I really, I really, really like the double jump. Uh, when when I first, I didn't even know that that was in the game, and, and I unlocked. It. I'm like, oh, that's kind of stupid, like a double jump, really. Uh, but then when you like actually do it, it b- both works really well and looks cool. Uh, it looks like you're a, a half man, half wraith, you know, because you kind of you don't really do like a flip or another jump. You kind of do like a side vault mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but it looks really cool. Uh, it makes you feel even more of a bad, like even more of a badass than than you originally were. Mm-hmm. How, how about how long did you play, Corey? It's kind of weird because when I, I I played three different sessions, uh, mm-hmm. and when I logged in yesterday, it said I had five hours, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. But I played like a couple hours after that, uh, mm-hmm. and then when I logged in today, it said I only had three hours. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on with Steam with that. Maybe it has to do with the update or something, because I know there was at least one update um, since yeah. since in, in my duration with the game. So I don't know what's going on with there, but I, I would estimate somewhere between five and seven hours. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah, I, I Steam. I don't know that it's always super accurate because I, I, I think it was The Witcher that I had probably 15 to 20 missing hours that just never showed up mm-hmm. uh, from when I played it. Uh, the Witcher three, I should say. Um, so it's not always super accurate, but it's, you know, it gives you an idea, I guess. Uh, mine said 10.3 hours, so pro- probably around 11 hours is what I ended up playing. Of maybe the- uh, maybe Steam's testing some like psychological thing where if it looks like you've played less than you have, it makes you want to play more or something. Maybe that'd be a fun. That'd be a fun experiment. <laughs> a social experiment. Yeah. Although I don't know how they would get. Ga- well, yeah, yeah maybe uh, gather the data of what you actually thought you played or if it, if if you if they undersold your the amount of hours you played if you ended up uh buying more games because of that you know i don't know it's interesting yeah interesting to play with so one of the biggest knocks on the game that i've seen is some of the the liberties they take with the lord of the rings lore particularly with the character shelob um those familiar shelob's a giant spider that hangs out uh, in one of the mountain passes and she ambushes uh i guess she uh Frodo and Sam are led spoilers, by the way, uh, are led into a trap um, and they're ambushed by Shelob. Uh, it's a giant spider, as I said. But in this game, she, for the most part, plays like a she's a like a human looking humanoid, I guess, female in like a silky black dress. Seductress. Um, yeah, a little a little bit. of I got definitely got the seduct- seductress vibe from her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, Corey. It didn't bother me too awful much i mean i kind of got used to the first game to to them taking some liberties with the story uh it's it's a little silly but i guess you know it feeds the narrative so yeah it didn't uh i I give zero fucks about that (laughs) yeah my question i'm usually a stickler for lore but uh this it didn't bother me i'm just kind of like at this point like i feel like they're straying a little too far from the source material and it's something different you know yeah Go ahead, Will. Sorry. Well, no, you make your point first. I was just going to say, it'd be different if this was like a story game. I mean, yes, there's a story in this game, but that literally has zero influence on my appreciation of the game. 
Yeah. So it's like, I don't, you know, it's just ancillary. It's like, well, I love this universe. Uh, they can do whatever they want. It's kind of the same feeling I had about the Hobbit. Like mm-hmm. the Hobbit took some liberties as well. Uh, yeah. The movie, I should say, but, or the trilogy, <laughs> but, uh, I was just okay with it. I was like, yeah, you know what? This is just fun. This is a fun ride. Yeah. Go ahead. Will. Go ahead. Will. uh, does she lob ever become a loot box at any point in the story? <laughs> No, but that was that was going to be my next thing that I was going to bring up. Uh, at least it's not not that I've come across yet. No, she has not turned into a loot box or offered your character a loot box. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, that that seems to be the second biggest complaint of of the three compl- major complaints I've I've read about the game uh, is the whole loot box thing. I don't personally like that they're putting this this sort of thing in like a single player game, uh, but at the same time, like I haven't really I haven't done anything with it. So it's just kind of there in the background and I, I probably will ignore it. I did open one of the loot boxes that I got right off the bat. I, I kind of wanted to like report on it, but I didn't know. I like, I got some orcs. I don't know what they're for. I, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist. You know, I read that people said that you can get, you don't need to spend any money on loot boxes to be able to get stuff that you want. No. So that's what I read. Right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Before this game came out, I remember reading that uh, nothing that you get through a loot box is uh, not available or any everything you get in a loot box is available in the game. So uh, but I, I've also heard two takes on it. I was listening to. Uh, I can't remember which podcast it was. Uh, I did a good job listening to my gaming podcast this week, but. When that happens, it means they all sort of blend together. But I've heard both sides. Uh, my personal take on the whole thing, there's like a prompt when you first boot up the game that it wants to you to do opt into some online mm-hmm. BS. Um, and I just haven't accepted that yet. So I even if I wanted to, I couldn't experience the loot crate stuff. And I haven't noticed anything having to do with it at all. Mm. Uh, but I've also heard I've heard people that agree with me and then I've heard the other side where it's like, oh, this is offensive. You can't even get through the game without buying loot boxes, which I don't think is true. Uh, no, I have heard uh, just from the reviews that I've read that it does kind of turn into a grind towards the end of the game yeah. uh, as you try to level up your guy. And those, you know, those loot boxes can significantly reduce the grind at the end of the game. Uh, which, you know, for me, like I enjoy the game enough and the mechanics enough and, and the, 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 the gameplay enough that that's probably not going to be an issue for me where I feel like I need to spend money on these loot boxes. Um, that being said, uh, I think there's a, like, I always, I don't like the whole loot box thing. I don't mind buying like skins or weapons and stuff, uh, both with in-game currency or, uh, even with real money. Like I'm not even necessarily opposed to that at this point. Um, I, I just don't like the whole randomness of it all. Like if they laid them out and said, this is this much, this is this much, this is this much similar to how heroes of the storm does it. Um, I, I would be happier with it. I, I don't like the whole RNG type. You know, I just feel like they're, they're screwing you with the, with the numbers there, you know? Yeah, there was, uh, the ESRB came out this past week too. I think it was this past week saying yeah. that, um, loot, loot crates and the way they're implemented in games is not, Gambling. Not gambling. Yeah, that was my gonna... that was my one nibble bit. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later because it's an interesting, interesting legal battle, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't care if it if I don't notice it, then 
I don't care. Like, yeah. If people want to spend money on it, then great. Go for well, it. Well, I it's the type of thing that it's it's going to find its way into every single it's going to be shoehorned into every single game now. You know, it it's just annoying. I, I don't want to see it in every I, single game. I kind of don't understand why a little bit of a grind in a video game is such a bad thing. Yeah, for me, it's not. I feel like everybody says, oh, there's a grind and it kind of turns them away from it. But like, like, I don't. Oh, have any of those people played a single video game from the 90s like, i was just gonna say old games were all like grinding like have we come so far where we can't put in an extra hour of time to get better like to, improve lo- to our level character? or yeah like do we need to be constant stream of story to be able to stay i don't know in- interested yeah i don't yeah. know i just feel like people need to get over the having to grind a little bit for things okay. life's a grind everybody come on yeah, Rise, you want to see you want to see a grind, rising grind. Yeah, trying try, try getting out of bed life. every morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that's the loot box thing. Like I said, I think it plays more of an effect like later on in the game parts that I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, so because I haven't gotten to the fortress type of stuff yet, the attacking and defending fortresses. Um, I we I'm, I I actually think we should almost do a part two on Mordor next week. Yeah. Where we've had more experience with that type of stuff. This is kind of the first impressions type of thing uh with with the game, I guess, right? Yeah, it's funny. I was actually thinking that exact same thing. So I say we take that as a sign and do that. Unless okay. there's something coming out. But I guess maybe not. So, I don't know. Uh South Park is coming out on Tuesday. But I don't think I'm gonna be, be able to get it right now. So I'll probably yeah. have to wait. Okay. And the next week is Friday for Fire Emblem. Oh yeah. Um, one, another thing, Corey, that a lot of people really didn't like in this, and I, I feel like I've heard you mention this before, but the whole, uh, checklist on the map type of thing, open world stuff, uh, yeah. which I never, I never minded as long as I enjoy doing the activities. I don't mind, uh, like looking on a map and seeing what different points I'm supposed to go to. Uh, I, I think you feel differently about that, right? It's so it's funny cause it doesn't, it hasn't bothered me in, shadow of war yet but the mm-hmm. the the ubisoft busy work on a map is mm-hmm. is what bothers me um and i haven't seen any busy work in the game i feel like the rewards uh of the of the the check for lack of a better word the checklist stuff in shadow of war is is worth it yeah uh at least in well, what i've seen so far i i think with the thing that that shadow of war has going for it is the lord of the rings universe you know uh, so the the stuff you can get are Shelob's memories. So right. uh, her whole her whole story arc is that she wants to um, she wants to be the deceiver and, and kind of overthrow Sauron. But she d- lacks the power to do so. Um, so you you piece together her memories for part of the story in the game. Another thing you find is Gondorian artifacts, um, which are littered about. And, uh, you know, once you find it, then the character Idril because she's like a historian. She, her whole thing in the game is she wants to preserve the history of, of Gondor and, and all that stuff. So it's, it's Gondorian artifacts and she'll, you know, chime in on what, what the artifact is and what, what the significance is, um, which is interesting for me for, for lore nerds. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the other one? Oh, the, the pieces of the riddles. Uh-huh. That's actually a really fun yeah. uh, game. So the other one is, I think it's 
it's elvish words that you find. Uh, it's similar to the the pieces of the door frame from the first game. Uh, but in this one, after you collect all the pieces in a certain map or all the words in a certain map, you have to plug them into a poem, a, like six, usually six line poem. Uh, and it opens a door and you get a piece of equipment. But it, it's kind of fun piecing that together after you get, you know, get them all uh, piecing it together and, and what the what the poem is. It's 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 kind of a neat puzzle. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in a in a video game. Definitely not a not a triple A one. Not that I can think of. Yeah, but I'm with you. It is. It's enjoyable. It's a nice change of pace. Like all yes. of a sudden you're doing word games. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to try because it's all like uh, at least the ones I've come across so far have been you know, obviously Middle Earth related, but like actually like kind of poetic. You know, I don't yeah. know if it's stuff that was taken from Lord of the Rings lore or I, I don't I know the first one was I don't know after that, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So that didn't bother you, Corey? No, not so much. Uh, I don't. I don't think the map is as overwhelming either as as the the games that's bothered me, yeah. in in the past. So, yeah. Well, I think part of it too is the game controls so well. Uh, yes. No, I know in Assassin's Creed it was just annoying to get from point A to point B. It was yes. a chore to get from point A to point B to climb buildings to, you know, any bad guys that you came across trying to fight them with the boring combat system. I know the most recent. Assassin's Creed was better about that, but the you know we're talking Assassin's Creed three, and as good as Black Flag was, it it had some of that bad control mm-hmm. stuff. So uh, yeah, Shadow of War has really taken the like Saints Saints Row four approach of just being like obstacles, eh, just yeah. you know sprint over them and jump and fly and all that stuff. So. Give you crazy wraith powers to to help you on your journey. Yeah. Which I like, you know, it's it's fun to play. You feel powerful, which is good, but also times uh, not powerful, which we'll get into. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest thing when you're talking about the shadow of games of Mordor of War is the nemesis system. Uh, the mm-hmm. nemesis system has been greatly improved over the first one, which is hard to believe because the first one was awesome. But in this one, they added much more depth to the personality of the orcs. Uh, and I never had this happen in the first game, but this happened to me probably three times and at really bad times in this one is you get ambushed you get tracked down and ambushed by by orc captains that are mm. that are floating in the area mm. and it was two of them i was in really really bad situation um the first one i was finishing finishing off a battle and everything was on fire around me and i was trying to trying to kill off this this orc captain uh not having a good go of it. And another one came along and, you know, they do the, the clash where they, you know, the orc introduces himself or whatever. Uh, so I start fighting him too. Uh, he was about to kill me. He got me in the stunned down thing where you do that, the button push to try to save yourself. Mm-hmm. And that orc that, uh, that they used as the memorial. Um, I can't remember his name. This, the, uh, the, the, for the the executive producer or whatever that passed away during the development of the game. Oh you know yeah, about? I know what you're talking about. I don't know. He saved me. Oh, I was like, oh my, what what just happened? Like, really? it, was, it, was, it was crazy cool. Uh, and then the next Sorry. one, I was I was getting all set up to to take on this this whole mass massive fort of of guys, and uh, you know, I was lining up my shots to take out the archers and. I got ambushed and he knocked me off a ledge and into a bunch of orcs. And it was just uh chaos after that. It was awesome. So yeah, there was, um, those ambushing ones too, always seem to come at the worst time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like when you're sneaking around or, uh, you're trying to hide after you just got your butt kicked. 
Yeah. Uh, then they'll come along and, and try and track you down. It's crazy. Yep. That's definitely, um, that's definitely the, the main selling point of the game for me anyway, is, is the orcs and the nemesis system and all that stuff. And some of those stories you just told Dan, like I was reading a review earlier today and the guy was saying like 40 hours into the game and I'm still seeing new and unique things, yeah. uh, traits as part parts of these orcs. Really cool. Yeah, and again, um, uh, the the one the fun thing is uh, p- puzzle and strategy wise, like when you're when you're going into to fight one of those guys, like using your environment and and what's around you to help you with the battle. So you know they'll have uh, this one. I feel like is more detailed on what actually they're weak against. Like there's there's some stuff that will kill them instantly. So um, when you do your scouting for for intel, when you capture the worm and interrogate them. It gives you, you know, strengths and weaknesses and 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 tribes and stuff. There's tribes mm-hmm. uh, in this this year in this version of uh, in this version of the Nemesis system. So that adds another wrinkle. I guess that's that's more 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 of a thing like later on in the game. Um, but yeah, it, it breaks down like what what they're vulnerable to, what they're scared of, uh, stuff that angers them. Um, it's broken down nicely, so it's uh, you know if, when you come across them, you just right click the the thumb, click the right thumbstick, and and get all the information for them, and yeah, try to tackle how to beat them. That's that's a lot of the fun for me too, is figuring out my method of attack, I guess. Yeah, and I've I found myself paying attention to that a lot more than I did in the first game. Um, I know that information was available, uh, granted to a lesser extent in the first game, but. I think I just kind of got to a point in the first game where I didn't really need it. Yeah, you're too good at the game that you didn't need it. Yeah, now even if I wasn't like, even if I was up against an orc that was too strong for me and he kept killing me, I'd still just brute force my way through it. Yeah, uh, which which is obviously not the way they want you to play it. But right. uh, that's what I found myself doing in the first game, and in, in this one, I just it's it's so much fun to to try and exploit their weaknesses that I just find myself doing that now so yeah yeah absolutely um there is also a lot more abilities this in this time this go around and they all have their own like special modifications that you can equip one at a time with a with a skill point um so that there's definitely you can cater your abilities to your play play style a little bit more which is a nice thing um I've, i've spent most of the time at this point just unlocking all the abilities i think i have one or two left that i still need to unlock um but yeah, it's a nice nice way to cater cater the game to your to your playstyle, which which is very helpful. Uh, a lot more gear in this one too. Um, quite a bit. Quite I've come across quite a bit of stuff so far. Um, Did they have all you know, all house levels and stuff too? What? Go ahead. Yeah, that's I was going to bring up uh, the traits of gear. Was that in the first game where there were quests assigned to legendary pieces of gear, and if you completed the quest, it would unlock a new ability for your gear? There was something like that. I I don't remember that being in the first game. Yeah, there was something involving the weapons that had you like you had to uh, like say for your dagger, you had to do uh, 10 ledge kills or whatever. And I feel like it would unlock maybe a rune slot or something on it. It it was similar, but not not quite the same. Gotcha. Um, And then you can modify your equipment further with with gems that you can combine to create more powerful gems. There's uh, life gems, uh, fight uh, warrior gems, and then 
Wealth. 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 Yes. Wealth is the other one that you equip on your gear for various bonuses. Um, so yeah, it's, there's definitely some depth there too, which is good. Mm -hmm. I Uh, found myself, um, pretty early on in the game. I think I was level four and there was like a level 16 epic captain in the mm -hmm. starting area. And I made it my mission to kill him. And I did at level four. Uh, but it turns out he was one of those unkillable guys. Oh, I don't know if you've run into them, but they just keep showing up and they're like, ah, you thought you caught me, killed me, <laughs> but I'm here. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure yeah. I cut both your hands off and now you're fine. I don't Okay. Yeah. One of those, one of the guys that came back, I had killed with poison. Um, and he, he came back all, uh, like bloated uh-huh. and like, like his flesh had been eaten away on part of his face. Um, it was pretty, pretty awesome. That is cool. Yeah. Digging, digging that part of it. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like I've said, obviously the strength of the game. It's, it's that the nemesis system. It, it, it's a emergent, emergent narrative, which I think, yeah. uh, you know, and at least in this game far out, uh, uh, trumps the, uh, the actual story and narrative. Yeah. And we talked, I'm, we talked about, when when shadow of mordor came out like this being the future that all games will incorporate this style of of uh hierarchy for enemies but it yeah. just never happened yeah i can't I don't think know of if... any game that it happened like is this None. the second game to incorporate that kind of system which is surprising I, I don't know people seem to really like it yeah yeah i mean i guess you would have to find the right type of game to put it in because it would have to be something fictional you know because so people had mentioned like uh like a batman game but you you i guess you could do that uh just with new villains wouldn't be you know canon villains it could be new ones but so something like that you could, it would yeah, work really well in i mean any zombie game yeah zombie captain captains yeah or even just like a even a war game but like you know you'd have fictional or even not fictional, you could use actual characters and just have them evolve with the Nemesis system. There you, you go. Know. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, how'd it run on your, on your computer, Corey? Great. Uh, in my 25 minutes of video I made uh, right before we recorded, I talked a little bit about that. It it I let it uh, detect mm-hmm. the settings for me, and it pretty much set everything at around medium. I did turn some stuff up, but it ran smooth as butter. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look it from my video but i think that's has more to do with bandwidth than uh my video card and stuff yeah sure but yeah it's surprisingly surprisingly smooth and um i'm not crazy about the graphics but it's not because they're not good it's just i don't like that setting the the dreary kind of brown gray um you know i don't like places that orcs live i guess yeah it's the best way to phrase it it's not very appealing to me Sure. Which is unfortunate. And there are a lot of uh, games coming out now that take you to a lot of different unique places Mm -hmm. that are vastly different stylistically. Uh, And I don't know that this game does that. I kind of wish it would, but it doesn't hinder my enjoyment of the game at all. I think it does. I think one of the positives I read on our review said a lot of a lot of interesting locations. Okay, that's so I, I know that there's some snow areas. Because I remember seeing that in one of the one of the gameplay trailers, so Will might be interested in that. Nice, yeah. Uh, it also ran ran great for me. Um, I also had the auto detect at first, um, but I was getting the occasional drop. Uh, having an ultra wide uh, puts 
you know, it has to render more pixels or whatever. So uh, I, I turn, I, I'm mostly on medium too, Corey. Um, I said it at that and I only get the very occasional, like down to like 55 frames per second drop, but it's, it's very rare. Uh, yeah. Only if there's a lot of orcs on fire around me. Yeah. That's the only time I get any drops, but yeah, yeah that, I, I it guess. runs pretty well, which is also good. We haven't really said whether we even, I mean, we've, we've beat around the bush, but do we like it? Yeah, I, I'm very pleased with it so far. Me too. Uh, I'm excited to see because I, you know, I've, I'm, I've heard that it gets pretty epic as far as some of the battles go with the amount of orcs that are fighting all at once on screen. Haven't seen much of that yet, but um, I'm excited for, for getting there. I'm only like partway through the second, second chapter, I guess. Um, so I'm excited yeah. For that. But yeah, I really dig it. Yeah. I, uh, my feelings on this game are the same as the first game. It's just a lot of fun. And I actually yeah. said that in my, in my video that's on YouTube now is I just executed a bunch of really cool moves all in a row. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped and took a breath and I'm like, man, that was that was awesome. Like, that was just so cool. Uh, yeah. How fun. Like, I was just having yeah. such a good time. It, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's a orc murder simulator, and it's the best Assassin's Creed game, right? It, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you're just mashing X to attack that you're, as your basic attack, uh, and then just following the prompts on screen to do the block, and then throwing in some of your special attacks here and there, depending on the situation. I, I don't know. It's it's so fluid, and you look like such a badass, and you yeah. just... You, you feel like you're on top of the world. I don't know. Well, I talked about it when I played Shadow of Mordor, but it's it's a uh, it's a dance. You know, it's a very intricate dance. Yeah. And when you execute it well and it, you pull off all the moves that you want to, it it just it looks beautiful and it feels beautiful. Very, very, very well done. Especially when you get that killing blow on a captain. That's yep. just the cool. It like you throw him on the ground and stab him in the face. Like that kind of stuff is. I don't yep. know. It's it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So yeah, that's all I really have to talk about. Do you have anything you want to mention about it, Corey? I don't think so. Like you said, we should probably do a, a follow-up where we talk about some of the uh, later game features yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I played as much as I possibly could. It came out, I, I started playing it Monday night. I, for whatever reason, it launched for me Monday night. I don't know if, because I got my key from Green Man Gaming. Um, mm, they thought you were in the Czech Republic. Yeah, it might have been in, uh, probably in Russia, I think, is mm-hmm. where they get a lot of their keys. But um, yeah, it, uh, it unlocked for me at like, was it like nine o'clock or something like that when I wasn't expecting it until one in the afternoon the next day. Um, and actually, it didn't. Uh, we should talk about this, too. It didn't. Uh, Steam Family Share was not available for it right away. Uh, so we were not. worried. No, it is. It, it was later that day. I okay. think, later on Tuesday, I think, is when they they activated it. Um, but apparently it's literally just a checkbox when you are launching your game, whether or not you want to have family share enabled or not. And I don't, I don't know if someone just messed up and didn't have it or if there was an, you know, they weren't going to have it, but there was enough uh, people complaining that they decided to have it. But my guess is that it was a conscious decision to delay it Mm -hmm. just to see how many more purchases they could get from people that were really counting on that. You know, I could see that. Yeah. Yep. That way they can get away with saying, oops, we just didn't check the box. Yeah. Um, you know, cover, yeah. cover all their bases. Yep. That sounds smart. Right. Cause you smart know, some move. people wouldn't wait 
because yeah. there was no word on it. You didn't know if it was going to take a week, a month. Exactly. You, know, you, didn't, you didn't know if it was going to get turned on. And it was fortunately it was later on Tuesday, I think, was when they they finally launched it. So just quick enough to not have any lasting resentment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so far, so good. I'm digging it. Can't wait to play more. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's just just fun, fun to play. So. Does the same thing. The uh, what was that zombie game from last year? We all really liked. Uh, Dying Light. Dying Light. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. You know, uh, in that game, it was a orc slaying playground, and this or zombie slaying playground. In this game, it's orcs. Yep, it's fun. Orcs in one of our collectively beloved universes. Yeah, exactly. So, so much better than Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I could see this style game working for Star Wars. That'd be awesome. Oh, definitely. Definitely would work for Star Wars for Stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's move on, shall we? Nibble Bits. Corey, you want to get us started with Nibble Bits? Sure. I actually have more than a couple this time. Nice. Uh, Fortnite Battle Royale has amassed more than 10 million players. In just two weeks after its launch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right, Will. PUBG's upset. The PUBG crew is uh not Livid. looking so yeah, not not looking so hot these days now, are they? Any well, interest? Go ahead, Will. Oh well, they got beat to launching their that version on consoles too. So that doesn't yeah. help with yeah. PUBG. That's what you get for dragging your feet, you bums. <laughs> Um, any interest in Fortnite, guys? I, I, it seemed like everybody was really interested in in PUBG, and then I think I was the only one that played it, and that was it. I'm pretty interested in the base game of Fortnite, where like it's the defending an area, you like go collect your resources. Like I'm interested yeah. in that part, yeah, but for too. the online battle royale, I'm more interested in PUBG. Okay, why? And I have any, no any particular reason. reason. No rhyme or reason. Then you just want to hang out with the cool kids, right? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I kind of feel like Fortnite's the new kid on the block, the cool kid, you know, mysterious. PUBG's old hat. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. It is as far as uh, gaming culture is concerned. Yep. Let's, it's not, it, not interesting anymore. <laughs> Time to move on, everybody. Let's go. Next next thing. <laughs> next early access game. <laughs> yeah. It, is Fortnite free to play? I know it's supposed to be free to play. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I would, I'd be willing to give it a shot. Me too. Uh, if, if only to make the comparison with, with PUBG. Yeah, I didn't play PUBG. I think I'll have to get a new mouse before I do that, though. Oh, you should have gotten one. Terrible. I should have gotten a new mouse three years ago. But <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, that's just me. I'm really cheap when it comes to some things, but really, what's the opposite of cheap? Frivolous. Frivolous with other things. Uh, the and the thing is, is you could get a really good mouse for twenty bucks. Yeah, and, yeah, and it will change your gaming experience. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um. So there's that. Concerned Apes next game. He said he said will take place in the same universe as Stardew Valley, but will be a different genre. Uh, he yeah. said this during an AMA on the Nintendo subreddit when he was promoting the Switch launch of Stardew Valley. What genre would you guys like to see? I don't know, because I, I read that, too, and he said it's going to be 
a genre of game that he feels wasn't fully realized. I guess yeah. that's kind of what he did with Stardew Valley with uh, Harvest Moon and the other like farming RPG type of games. He said he didn't think they were fully realized. So he's going to take something that he also didn't feel is fully realized, which is interesting. I wonder what that would I, be. I haven't the foggiest what it what it could possibly be. But does he mean? I don't know, because I always kind of thought Harvest Moon was was fully realized, but has just progressively gotten worse. Maybe. Some people had that nostalgia for the the Super Nintendo. Is that the that was the first one? Yeah, the, the really good one. Yeah, uh, the Super Nintendo one, and then as they got worse and worse and worse, uh, Stardew Valley could swoop in and and take advantage of that nostalgia. But yeah, I don't know. Um, what what if he's making a game that is similar to PUBG and Fortnite Battle Royale? Oh God. <laughs> The third, but well, Stardew Stardew Valley universe. There was uh, the rumors of the war, right? In in Stardew Valley, the far off empire or whatever. What was the name of the? I can't remember any of the names, but there's some. There's a lot of neat lore in Stardew Valley. Yeah, like we'll I think we'll talk about it. Yeah, there's there's some cool stuff going on there. So I'm really excited. Um, This might be like the only game that if there was uh, like an early access kind of thing that I'd be like, yep. Or like a Kickstarter or something. Not, yeah, that he need, yeah. not that concerned Dave needs a Kickstarter, but right. I wonder how many copies Stardew Valley ultimately sold across oh, all man. platforms and, and is still selling. Yeah. You well, yeah. believe I bought it I, a second time. I bought it Switch. on Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I would just sit back in my chair and watch those sales come in and just sip like the most expensive <laughs> brandy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just be like uh i mean how many years did he work on that for it was i don't know i think it was if it was four. wasn't it like four yeah it was a while god i wish i could commit to something for four years without seeing any benefit to it you know oh oh, you mean like like this podcast yeah <laughs> good point god getting me to put in like a week's worth of effort on anything is like a big undertaking yeah, but the, at the same time, like this guy worked on this for the entire entirety of his four years. We, yeah. you know, hit the record button on on Thursday and and do do an episode. You know, yeah. Well, it's like, oh Fair man, enough. like Friday rolls around. I've went to all of my classes for the week. I'm like, I deserve a day off. Mm-hmm. Oh, that happens to me every day. It's like, well, <laughs> I got through this day. Time to reward myself <laughs> for the next seven hours before bed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> kind of a problem it is a problem plus, plus we can do something we we relative we we like you know for the most part uh in preparation for these episodes you know that whereas he you know didn't you don't know what's gonna happen it could have failed and he would have spent all that all that time you know for nothing actually uh, i never talked about this but it, it reminds me of it and there's a reason why i didn't talk about it i downloaded um game the game maker software Mm-hmm. This was a few months ago uh, and started going through what's his name? The guy that created. Oh, man, gun, 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 gun with the buildings and you jump between the buildings. It's like a stealth game. Gun, oh, gun, uh, something gunpoint gunpoint. I think it is gunpoint. Yeah, the creator, British guy. Uh, he did a, a series of tutorial videos on YouTube using Game Maker on how to create your first game. And I was actually spending a 
good amount of time going through it. And the reason I never talked about it was uh, when I started, I had heard somebody talking about, like, if you want to see something through, don't tell anybody about it. Because yeah. th- apparently there was some study done that when you tell people that you're working on something, like, oh, I'm working on a novel or I'm working on a screenplay, you get the same it activates the same reward centers in your brain than if you had actually completed it. Mm-hmm. So just by telling people that you did it, I could get see that. that you get that reward. So I was like, okay, I'm just not even going to bring it up. Uh, but I spent, you know, a good amount of time doing that and started making my own game. It was pretty cool. Nice. Um, I mean, I could show you guys and you'd be like, what is this? This is terrible. But it was at least probably like 20 hours worth of, of time uh, put into it over the span of wow. a month or so. Nice. Ori, that's 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 crazy. But and again, like it didn't my strategy to not talk about it didn't work because I haven't even looked at it in probably about a year now. No, mm-hmm. you should put it on uh, early access and just <laughs> <laughs> just let it marinate. Yeah. See if anybody buys it. Yep. Not a bad idea. I don't know, it is something I'd I'd be I wanna get back into that. Um, maybe not to the extent of using Game Maker, but maybe getting into like RPG Maker or something and, and really digging deep on that I think would be would be fun for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that's a long long tangent. Yeah. Um, okay. What else you got for Noble Bits? Mass Effect Andromeda is heading to Origin Access. Uh, that's the $5 a month Origin service for unlimited um, games that they have a certain number of games set. The it's a pretty good selling point, I think, for Origin Access because uh, yeah. Andromeda is still forty bucks. So that's how many months of Origin Access? Well, I mean, if you figure Eight. it's it's sixty dollars a year for Origin Access, which is the price of one video game, and you get access to a lot of AAA's. It's it's yeah. actually really a pretty good service, and and not only that, but you get ten percent off their digital digital games from through them if you are subscribed to origin access so really yep that's a good 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 deal wow yeah yeah i like that you know it's one of those things like what one of these months i'm going to want to try the battlefield one campaign so i'll subscribe and play through the battlefield one campaign and not have to spend like 50 bucks on it you know yeah you know it'd be a fun episode and this is probably something we should do in like the middle of summer when we're struggling to come up with episode ideas mm-hmm. uh, is to compare origin access, EA access, compare and contrast. Oh, what other services are there like it? Is there another access PlayStation now? Yeah. Yeah, that would be, yeah, I think it, I just think it'd be fun to compare all those services and yeah. And see like come to some sort of consensus on which is the best bang for your buck. Mm hmm. Um, there's that, uh, no official release for Andromeda on Origin Access. Uh, I think they just said between now and December, so. Okay. Could be tomorrow, could be after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Facebook announced the $200 Oculus Go, which is, I don't know if you saw this, Dan, I thought you might be interested in it. Um, it is a standalone headset. Mm-hmm. comparable to the gear vr graphically yep. mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't require a pc or phone so i guess the way they did that was they developed their own custom lenses which allowed them to bring the price down uh, and keep 
quality relatively high. Mm-hmm. And this will be available early next year. I guess Mark, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Said, said something along the lines of wanting to have a billion people in VR headsets. So really? that, is a loft, that is a lofty goal, but um, we'll see. Yeah, especially for something so unnecessary at this point. Yeah, does the does the two hundred dollar price tag get you guys any any more interested? Any more likely to go out and buy VR? No, no. I mean, I I was really I actually bought uh, right before my phone. I got my new phone. Uh, I bought the gear the first generation Gear VR for my uh, Galaxy Note five. Uh-huh. Um, but then I was like, I'm getting rid of this phone in like three weeks. So why would I get you know? Why would I get the gear? It was like 20 bucks for the first gen gear VR, which is a great, great deal. But like I said, I wasn't keeping my phone. So I think the new generations are like close to 100. Uh, The core Oculus bundle also drops to $400 permanently. Mm. So, okay, there you go. Um, Yeah, same. I'm not super interested in the Oculus Go. Uh, there's also some caveats that I didn't have enough time to dig out, but I did read in the comments that it doesn't have, uh, motion tracking Hmm. or I'm not sure exactly how that head tracking. No, I think it, yeah, it has head tracking obviously because it wouldn't be. Oh, you mean like motion controls, like, uh, like the hand controls for the VR? No, it has that? that. I can't remember exactly what I read. Maybe I shouldn't speculate because I don't, oh wait, wait, here we go. Nope. never mind. Um, yes, it, it is missing some features that the core, the core headset has, but mm-hmm. anyway, that's it for me. Okay. Will, do you have any little bits? Uh, I do, Dan. Um, my first one is speaking of farming sim games, uh, I actually forgot this was even a thing, but physical copies for Harvest Moon Light of Hope is going to be coming to the PlayStation 4 and Switch. Uh, and this game will be coming out next year. Uh, is anybody in the slightest bit interested in Harvest Moon? I am I only know. to see how they respond to Stardew Valley. Yeah, to Stardew Valley. Valley, yeah. Well, the trailer they put out with gameplay did not do it for me, <laughs> to okay. be honest. So That's kind of funny. What's the publisher? Uh, there's, there's a Is big it Square thing. Enix? It's... The company that publishes it or puts the game out is not the same company, but they kept the name. I don't know what it is. It's Nat, Natsume. Oh, n- n- yeah, Natsume. Natsume. Natsume, yeah. Natsume, because I'm a dumb American. Natsume. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I am not the be- least bit interested in Harvest Moon. Especially now for the Switch. Like, this would be what I... Because I wouldn't get this for the PlayStation 4. I'd get it for the Switch. But, you know, Stardew Valley launched on Switch. So now I really have no reason to get it. Yeah. What was the release yeah. date? Uh, it's next year. Next year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... It could be awesome, you know? I just... Those games have been so bad for so long, and it just makes you wonder, like, who's working on these games? Do they just... Is the team they assemble for the Harvest Moon game just the people who can't work on anything else or, you know, are are new to game... Like, I don't... I don't know. Yeah. It's really a shell of what it used to be. Just seems like there's no passion there. Yeah, honestly, like, because I remember the 3DS, like, the last one um, on the 3DS, like, there was, it was so bare bones. It was just, like, nothing to it. Yeah. There was, like, it was, like, one town of, like, five people, and that's, like, all there was to the game. And then Story of Seasons comes out and blows it out of the water. Yep. And Stardew Uh, Valley. 
Yeah, and then Stardew Valley lunch. blew both of them out of the water. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's sad times for Harvest Moon. Hmm. Yeah, That's I mean, like, I'll pay I'll pay attention to it, but like you guys, like I like Stardew Valley so much that at that point the multiplayer will probably be out too. So yeah, I'll be. We'll see what they end up doing with it. It'll be interesting to see, but it doesn't look too great. Yeah. Uh, my next one is the studio that did Cuphead has plans to put out a physical release for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I didn't play Cuphead, but I did listen to your episode on it. I this game is definitely not for me. Mm-hmm. I've come to the conclusion just by yeah. just by listening. Uh, yeah, it seems frustratingly hard. It's pretty pretty difficult. It is pretty difficult. Yeah, I have very low patience these days, so I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd enjoy it too much. I kind of appreciate for like what it is. Um, I think the art style is intriguing, and I think a lot of the stuff like I see on Reddit that they talk about with the game, I think it's all pretty interesting. But I just don't think I would enjoy it overall. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's it for me on Nibble Bits. Okay, Uh, I just have the one which we talked about earlier. It's that. the ESR, ESRB, uh, Entertainment Software Rating Board, uh, did not classify uh, loot box type of mechanics in video games as gambling. Um, it said ESRB does not consider loot boxes to be gambling. While there's an element of chance in these mechanics, the player is always guaranteed to receive in-game content, uh, even if the player unfortunately receives something they don't want. In parentheses, uh, we think of it as similar principle to collectible card games. Sometimes you open a pack and get a brand new holographic card you've had your eye on for a while, but other times you'll end up with a pack of cards you already have. That's a fair uh, comparison, I think. Right? Yeah, I think that's fair, honestly. Yeah. Um, they're right. Mm. You know, you always do get something, even if it's something you don't want or already have. That's I know. A re- that's so. a really good point. Yeah, I never thought of that. The argument that I saw people make was say you're running a slot machine for kids and Mm. you get them to give you a dollar and they win a quarter that's kind of what they the argument online was but i think that's a very straw man argument well yeah that's that's money for money you know this isn't you're getting something even if it's something you already have yeah yeah and uh you can't really assign a value to these things anyway these these in-game items no, only what the market is willing to pay for it, which is right. it's interesting to watch uh, in the Steam marketplace, like the loot boxes for like uh, a Dota and stuff. How how expensive some some of the items are? It's crazy. So, yeah. well, it's all it's all controlled. Based, if you can sell this stuff, it's all based on what the what the market will pay for it, which is and, interesting. Yeah, and going back to the the you know Magic the Gathering cards or even like baseball yeah. cards or something, you know, it's the same thing. It's it's yeah. whatever the market will pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, if you go to sell it on eBay and you know you have super common cards, it's worth fifteen cents, or you have some, something super rare that you got out of a pack of cards or a box of cards, yeah, it's worth hundreds of dollars. You know, you never know. Yep. Yeah. So that's I, that. That's that's my only nibble bit. I thought that was interesting. How do you think that's all? That stuff's all going to play out. It's it's, it's hard to right say, now, but it is. I think there will probably be some sort of. Uh, governance on it at some point i i guarantee some kid somewhere is going to rack up a thousand dollars on his parents credit card or uh, uh, you know ten thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars or what ha- whatever 
uh, racked up on their parents' credit card, and then it's going to become an issue, I think. <laughs> Hopefully, Dad, it's not I any of your the, kid, your I needed kids. the special <laughs> orc. I needed to get well, the that's just the thing. Uh, that, you know, it's not the same as gambling, but, you know, it it's... You know, it's miners that don't necessarily have the ability to have a credit card and buy and buy these things. You know, I think yeah. there's where the issue is. If you're over 18, like pff, whatever. Um, but I don't think you can ha- you can't have a credit card before you're 18. So it's your parents' credit card. So I don't know. That, that's right. a weird, weird situation, too. Dan, say your what? your kid comes up to you tomorrow. He goes, Dad, I just spent twelve thousand dollars on your credit card buying whatever. <laughs> Well, first that's, that would never happen, right? And I was gonna—that was my point—is that's a parenting problem. That's not yeah, it is. the gaming industry's right. job to police. It's not the you know police officer's job to police. Like you're you know, right, because you you would have to assume. Should... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you would you would have to assume that your your parents gave you permission to use their credit card for your online service or whatever, what 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 have you to buy the game. Yeah. Um. So. If that. you're if you're giving your child uh, unlimited access to your credit card, yeah, then don't don't be upset when they spend your money on. No, my, mine would have been denied <laughs> long before they racked up twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> long before that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's gonna. There's going to be some closure on that i don't think i don't think we've seen the end of that especially with how hot top hot a topic it is in, in gaming nowadays yeah and for me the the shadow war stuff doesn't bother me at all the few places it does bother me are in mobile games where like the core gameplay is that you know yeah. is is the you get this you got to get this one player you know otherwise you're you're boned kind of thing like yeah and then it gets then it gets difficult yeah Yep. Okay. Uh, Will, how was your week? Oh, it was great. I wasn't on last week because I took a impromptu trip over to the state of Maine. Uh, I don't know about is... impromptu. I mean, you, it was some. You it didn't was something... have it planned. Well, we planned very little, but it was one of those things where we wanted to do it, wanted to do it, wanted to do it, and then I like I don't know two months ago took this like last weekend off from work just in case for whatever and then we ended up just doing it um we decided like i think i don't know early in the week last week that we we're gonna do it so that's what we did uh it was a lot of cool the the things that stuck out to me uh were almost dying mm-hmm. into a car accident uh and getting hexed by a witch <laughs> okay. um so do tell uh, which one you want to hear first? Well, I know the car accident story, so let's hear the witch story first. So, okay, we're in Bar Harbor, which is about 12 hours from where we are. Uh, it's way up there in Maine. It's in the National Park Acadia. So, you know, we're kind of walking around the town at night just to see what it's about. Uh, and it's like, Corey, you remember how Jasper and Banff were? Yes. It's like that, but not as busy because it's not like the craziest national parks in the world it's literally it's like it's uh it's that version but a little uh slower paced so we're in there and we hear a witch talk about putting salt on a windowsill and praying to the dark one below Mm. which is you know not a not a great a great thing to hear Mm -hmm. so we're walking by exactly 
Um, so the younger brother of one of our friends I went, who's 18, thought it was a good idea to go talk to said witch about the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we're like, no, nah, that's, that's not AJ, let's, please. Yeah. Let's not do that. Of course, that happened. So what happened was we ended up like pulling him away, and she said something in some... I didn't even hear her. It was, I think it was sound like a different language sort of thing. And then she said, you'll see. Just you wait. You'll see. That's creepy. So, so yeah, if anything bad happens to me, that's... You've been hexed? I've been hexed, yeah. Was it Latin? I don't know, to be honest with you. I was too busy being like, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> well, you didn't say anything. That's true. It was probably on him, so he's going to have bad luck. But this actually happened after the almost car accident. So. Oh, okay. I was going to say so you this, could blame the events of yeah. that on. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like, with the the car accident, I told you guys a story, so I'll go through it quick. But the highway speeds out there are 70 and 75 for the posted speed limits. So, you know, that's just because it's the Wild West out there. Um, so we're on the leftmost lane going 75, 80 uh, to pass. And a car in the middle lane going way faster than us speeds up, like, gets right alongside of us and goes to merge into our lane, but drives us off the road. So what happened is my friend driving had to swerve out of the way towards the guardrail, kind of thread it in between the guardrail and the merging car. But there wasn't enough space for the van that we were driving to be, um, like, in between that. So he had to slow down just enough, not hit the guardrail, swerve back into the lane in enough time so the car behind us didn't hit us. Um, and this caused a lot of smoke. I, we thought we popped a tire or like had ended up getting a flat tire or something. We ended up not. But uh, like he ended up like pretty much saving us. And the, what happened was how we had the van set up was we took out the middle seat because we lived out of the van for the three, four days that we were up there. Um, so we had the seats all the way in the back, uh, pillows and blankets in the middle where like a couple people slept, and then the front seats. And me and the kid who talked to the witch actually uh, were sitting in the back seat, and we didn't have our seatbelts on yet because we were grabbing uh, stuff from the cooler, like waters and energy drinks and stuff like that, and getting food ready because we were we were heading back to Portland. Um, and we flew all the way up and smashed into the front seats. Oof. Um, and well, like, as we were doing that, we both looked at each other and like, we got off to the side of the road and I said, if he had hit the guardrail, got hit by that car, had we popped a tire, like dead. we dead hundred percent. There's no, we would not have lived. <laughs> it was literally the closest that I've ever been to dying. It was very frightening. And it's something Ugh. that has stuck out to me for at least a week now. So I've been, you know. I make sure to wear my seatbelt. This was uh, after sorry, the hacks, careful. right? This was before. Before the hacks. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was on the way up to Acadia. I'm sorry that that, that happened. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, that like that was crazy, and I was just sitting there thinking about it. I was like, huh? If that if like worst comes to worst, that happened. Like we're 12 hours from home. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was it was a weird thing to think about that that like. How we take life for granted. But other than that, it was beautiful. We were up, uh, as I said, in the National Park. We climbed a couple mountains. We checked out Portland. Uh, did a lot of scenery stuff. It was really, It's really nice out there. And like we were up there during fall. So it was mm-hmm. beautiful. 
Did you bring me my edibles? I uh, did not, Corey. <laughs> I was almost dying and got hexed, so. <laughs> next uh, trip. Next trip. There you go. Yeah, I'm looking at a video of Acadia right now. It looks beautiful. It is very nice out there. Yeah, I like North Country. I do, too. I kind of realized, like, I don't want to move south. More of a uh, a Nordic kind of guy. I just like gotcha. seasons. I do, too. I like change. I, I don't like the heat at all, so. Oh, my God. These past few weeks when it's been 70 and 80, I'm like, forget it. I'm, I'm over mad. this. Yeah, I'm mad because it's taking away my favorite season. Yeah. The next thing we know is going to be winter. Yep, two weeks of fall. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to be winter. Very, very upset about that. Yep. But other than that, I don't have too awful much to really talk about. I've been playing some video games because uh, mm-hmm. I finished one of my one of my classes already, so I have a lot more free time. Nice. Corey, what do you got? Let's see here. I watched the newest Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which came out on DVD this week. Mm-hmm. And um, eh, eh, yeah. Just I eh. feel like they've been that way since the first one. The first one was awesome. And then after that, they were just okay. Well, the problem is, is I'm not a Johnny Depp fan. I never have been. Okay. Uh, I always thought he was a scumbag before it came out that he actually is a scumbag. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way about James Franco as I feel about Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the, the James Franco, the truth about James Franco comes out, just remember that I told you guys that. I thought there already was a little bit of that. With James Franco? Yeah. There might be. I don't know. Yeah, I think there is. I've been saying that. I just think he's a scumbag, and I, I don't really have anything to base that on. But I felt the same way about Johnny Depp, and it turns out I was right. So, yeah, good for me. <laughs> um, but there's a young couple. One of the girl, the you know, the romantic couple that has to be in every movie, the B plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought they were both really good in their respective roles. Uh, the girl I had seen in the Skins. The British version of the Skins. She was mm-hmm. Effie. Did you watch the British Skins, Will? No, I did not. Or the original Skins, I should say. Nope. Um, okay. She's from that. I recognized her. The ki- the guy I did not remember. Uh, I don't know that I've seen him anywhere, but my girlfriend thought he was hot, for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. But I thought they were really good on, on, on screen together, and I wanted more from them. But it was just it was too much Johnny Depp stuff that I didn't care about. Um, and it is good to see Orlando Bloom. In the movie. Yeah. Because he wasn't um, in the last one, right? I'll be last briefly. Two? I don't know. I think I might have missed one of the movies because I was kind of lost when the movie started. I'm like, wait, why is he? I don't know. Okay. I, that was weird. I saw the trilogy and then they came out with one or two. Yeah. In between those. Yeah. Or after that first, those. The... That first movie is awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is. It holds so up. Good. Too. I wa- yeah, we watched it recently. I'm like, this is this is great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this new one. The best part of this new one were the villains. They were like undead ghouls. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty pretty cool. Nice. Especially the the main villain. He was creepy. Very creepy. Uh, I started watching The Good Place on our sister's recommendation. She apparently she had asked me multiple times to watch it, and every time she asked me. If I watched it yet, I'm like, I, I apparently I've said it more than once that I had never heard of it. And she's like, you said that the last time I told you about it. So she sent me that conversation, now? by the way. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I had no idea. 
Is that the one with um, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson? Is that what you're talking about? It is, yeah. Uh, both actors that I really like. Mm. So I think Kristen Bell's funny um, yeah. and very talented. So she's easy to watch. Uh, and what's his name? Ted Danson, I've always liked because of yeah. his Gulliver's Travel. The made-for-TV Gulliver's Travels mm-hmm. is one of my one of my favorite One of my favorite series. comedy movies is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. Which she's in. And Mila yes. Kunitz. Yes. Good stuff. Yep. Um, I I do enjoy it. I like Allison explained it. It's good, clean fun, and I think mm-hmm. that's that's apt. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it's kind of cheesy, but it kind of plays into it because she's in. It's described as not our understanding of heaven and hell, but there's a good place and a bad place, and she ends mm-hmm. up in the good place, and she tries to swear, and and she'll say like fork instead of. <laughs> actual swearing and stuff which is it's cheesy but it's kind of funny because it yeah. fits you know yeah yeah uh stuff like meta that is what yeah. it is it is it is meta uh i'm curious to see where that goes i'm trying my girlfriend doesn't really like it she likes it but she's not like crazy about it which is weird because she watches some really bad tv um so i think it's just we'll just have to watch a couple more and hopefully get into it uh, mm-hmm. enough to to want to to keep watching it but we've been watching a lot of american horror story will i don't know if you're watching the new one i once i heard the topic i was like no you should watch it it's 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 funny that's not why i'm watching american horror story though yeah but it's about people's meltdowns like the overreaction that's what it's about on both i just no i just want to be so far removed from anything having to do with our politics that I just I don't even care what side it is I just don't want a part of it I'm with you I would agree with that but yeah I do I do find the I find it pretty humorous and my girlfriend said that before I started watching it with her because she started without me because I didn't Mm -hmm. care about after the last American Horror Story I'm like I don't know if I'll ever watch the show again Um, but she's like I think you'll find it funny (laughs) and I'm like okay so I watched it and she was right um they do a good job of of capturing the the extreme the meltdowns on on both sides <laughs> the extremes that people go to and stuff so yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, lastly, want to just talk briefly about hockey. We started doing the Pond Hockey Podcast again. There are three episodes up already for this uh, hockey season, which is which is cool. We uh, me Will and Dan just recorded one last night. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, look it up. On uh, iTunes, Stitcher, I'm not sure where else I uploaded it. Google Play. Uploaded Play. Uh, yeah, just type in Pond Hockey Podcast and, and it'll mm-hmm. come up. And I thought it was kind of funny because I don't know how they drew this conclusion, but um, I was looking at it in iTunes and it says, you will also like, and then Thumbstick Athletes was there. I'm like, <laughs> how do they really? draw that? <laughs> yeah. They know too much. They do know too much. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. I've uh, been watching a lot of hockey, but the last point I wanted to bring up was the last Merrick vs. Wyshynski podcast came out today. <gasps> was it today? It was today, yeah. Um, sad. sad. Was, it, was it good? It was alright. It wasn't their best, but I mean, it was a, it was a farewell episode. Um, they were very optimistic about working together in the future, I guess. There were just some contractual issues that meant they couldn't do the Merrick vs. Wyshynski podcast, but they didn't rule out doing something else down the line. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a hockey podcast from Jeff Merrick of Sportsnet and Greg Wyshynski, formerly of Puck Daddy, the Yahoo hockey blog, uh, now of ESPN. So 
it's tough tough to see him go um six years i think they said they've been doing it yeah just insane I, i came in at the tail end of them doing an episode every day of the week and I loved it. I thought it was by, it's by far the best hockey podcast that was out there. Yeah. I honestly have not found one that yeah, t- touches what they could do. Nope. I'm with you 100% and, on that. And that's with finding Wyshynski annoying at times, too. Yeah. He was he was good. He was on his best behavior in this final episode, so I think that's I think it's cuz him and Merrick work so well together. Yes. Greater yep. than some of their parts. Yes. Uh huh. But nice. that's that's it. I think that's all. Uh, all I wanted to bring up. Okay. Oh, I did want to talk about. Um, what were we talking about before we start recording? And I said, I'll talk about it on the air. Football, computer stuff. Oh, a little public service announcement. Um, I ran out of space on my solid state drive this past week uh, mm-hmm. because I installed Shadow of War, which was a. 60 almost something, 70 yes, gigabyte almost 70 game. gigabyte install so i had to clear out some space uh and then i ended up installing the game and then found myself uh my hard drive saying i had zero bytes left of available space so i'm like well i guess i should find something to clean up but i had a really hard time finding anything but i did find a if you have an amd graphics card it saves all the old software mm. wow which yeah if you just go into the amd folder you can delete everything in that folder it's probably three or four hundred megabytes per per uh version. 10 gigs i cleared wow just wow. by deleting those files so yeah th- three i think the nvidia drivers are like three or four hundred megabytes per so if, if it was just saving all those old ones yep uh the files you need are saved in windows folders so I mean, I don't want to give anybody bad advice, but that was the opinion I garnered from reading posts on the Internet. And I did. I just deleted everything in that AMD folder. Yeah, uh, it was fine. I mean, the reason the only reason why you would want to keep those is if you needed to revert to an older driver, if you were having issues. But even then, I mean, it's one. It's the most recent one that you downloaded, you know, that you installed before. But you can find them. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like my deleting them means I can never have access to them again. You know, If there was an issue, then I would just put it on a thumb drive or, you know, something like that, whatever. So 10 gigs I cleared out by doing that. So that was nice. Good. So you got some space now. Yeah. Got some wiggle room. Okay. Uh, for me, I don't I don't really have anything to talk about other than also hockey. Um, I'm actually watching the Predators as we speak. Uh, Samuel Gerrard. Goal and assist in a second NHL game. Defenseman. Wow. That's impressive. Don't worry, Danny's going to Colorado. He's looking pretty good. I think. Uh, not, with, not, not with Ellis out for until January. Oh, is he out that long? Yeah. Wow. No, he'll if he's going to pl- you know be able to score like that, he'll he'll stay with the team for a while. I was just wondering if maybe they're playing him because. Colorado was like, no, we don't want one of them. So like, well, we'll show you he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's unbelievably smooth and good with the puck. I, I'm it's crazy to think he's 19. Yeah, Nashville, but, they're just a defenseman factory. They yes, they are. Yes, they are. Anyway, uh, should we get into what we played? We got yeah, let's do about. it. I'm ready. All right, well, we'll start with you, because I, I saw you a few times playing Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle when I was playing Stardew Valley. 
Yeah, it's actually funny, Dan. Whenever like I would get on to play, I'd see that you were playing Stardew Valley. Or very shortly after I had started playing, you would be playing Stardew Valley. So I think we've been playing the Switch around the same amount of time uh, recently. But uh, yeah, so I started I started Mario and Kingdom uh, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. I don't know uh, when you first gave it to me, and I hadn't really been playing it since then. Uh, but like I said, I have a lot more free time now, so I've just sort of been binge playing it, and I got all the way to the end of world three and there's four worlds in the game. Nice. So I'm pretty close to being done with it. Um, but boy, is this game a lot harder than I expected. Yeah. Um, that was my, once I want, I think it was like, you saw a little bit in the second world, but like, like you said, towards the end of the third world, you really can see how, how difficult it can be. Yeah. Like during the first world, I don't think I didn't get a perfect score on a mission. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, this is easy. And then towards the end of World Two, I was getting like goods instead of like perfects, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, you know, I'm still getting a lot of coins, so it doesn't matter. But like, I am hardly getting good scores for uh, these World Three battles. And I actually did one on easy because I was having such a hard time mm-hmm. uh, doing it. It was when you did the mid boss, Dan. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. I just, I could not get it. Uh, and a big problem with me in that game is trying to fight the ghosts that teleport around the map. Yeah, can flank the snipers. Really easily. Yeah, they're difficult to beat. Yeah. Um, they always seem to know what position to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, like, I really, I'm really liking the game. I think it's really good. I think, I don't know what's going on with the story at all. Yeah. I don't think I've paid any <laughs> bit yeah. of attention to it. I yeah, think it honestly. Yeah, I honestly just click uh, A as fast as I can to get through the dialogue so I can keep playing because mm-hmm. the gameplay of it is so good, yeah. uh, in my opinion. I think they did a really good job keeping everything balanced and uh, making it difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much roll with the, pretty much the exact same team as Dan. Uh, I still have one character to unlock, but like I use Mario, Luigi, and Rabid Luigi. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Rabid Luigi... It tears it up for me. I just kind of have him. I have him able to do double dashes. So, like, I just go in, I double dash two guys, and then I get into position to shoot one of them. And I, that can usually kill a lot of the enemies. So, um, that's kind of nice. So, I can take out people pretty quickly. Uh, and I like the, um, I forgot the ability, what it was called. Was it Overwatch and yeah. in XCOM? Yeah, that's like what, how, yeah. It's, I can't think of what it's called in, in Mario and Rabbids. I want to say Hero Sight and Steely Stare. Yeah, like that equivalents right. for Mario and Luigi. Um, but like, I like being able to do that, and they can double shot. So like, you can shoot at somebody if you hit them, set them both up with their Overwatch, and like when somebody moves, you can nail them pretty quick and kill them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, that's like the strategy I use. I pretty much roll pretty defensively for the most part. Um, but I really, I really love the game so far. It's a lot of fun, and I think I think I'm pretty close to beating it. Um, I'm at the final boss for World 3 right now, and then mm-hmm. it's just World 4. Um, I don't know how much harder World 4 gets from World 3. The the final, the the boss for World 3 is real interesting. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't done real it Real interesting. It's it's good. It's really good. Um, yeah, the like I don't know how it ties into the story. The only thing I know is that one person's, like, talking to us, like, sending us messages for, like, help, and now it got, yeah. like, he got really dark. Yeah. That's the yep. only thing. Like, I'm like, why is he talking about killing us now? Yep. 
That's the like that's the only thing that I know that's going on with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really I really like the game. I think I'm moving through it a little bit quicker than you, Dan. I don't know. Did you go back to the other worlds too? Yeah, I went back and explored and and did some of the challenges and stuff too. Okay. See, I haven't done any of that yet. Um, I am starting to come to the point now because I'm not scoring as high on the missions. I'm running out of money to be able to buy like awesome gear. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah, if that, that starts to happen. Yeah, okay, that does end up happening. Yeah. You kind of got to pick and choose what you want to upgrade. And it stinks too because if you have, you know, because a couple missions I had to change up my party just because I needed a different character than than my standard party that I rolled with. And, you know, their equipment wouldn't be all the way upgraded usually. So, well, yeah, because you run into the issue where if you take a like a beating in the first part of the, the mission and then mm-hmm. you do the second or third battle and you're pretty weak and the only yep. way that you can get through it is if you have um, other depth. You bring in, yeah, you bring in your depth. Um, but the problem is I don't like how some of the characters play. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you I kind of struggle, especially because I have my strategy down pat. Yeah. But I mean, it's you, you can always upgrade Mario because he's always got to be in your party, so. Yeah, very Mar- you know, he can be fully upgraded. Yeah, Mario is a safe bet to be upgraded. But yeah, I really think this is a very good game. I'm kind of I'm loving it. The I think what it does well is not giving you a world map or like a a mini map or anything like that. But it's still it doesn't feel like you can get lost. Yeah. Um, you always like like a lo- uh, you always can take a look uh, a path and always end up at another location and it always seems to be the right path you know mm-hmm. I think they do a good job with that yep but 100%. yeah that's I've been playing a lot of that that's the main thing I've been playing okay but the other thing I've been playing is actually uh, I started playing Mother Three mm-hmm. um, what do you think I really like it honestly uh, the game this how the game kicks off is your mom Hinawa, uh, Lucas, and your brother Claus are visiting your grandpa in like the forest. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you get, you're kind of playing out there and you play with these monsters called the Dragos. Um, they're like dinosaur-looking things and they're like very friendly and it's very peaceful and like oh nature's happy and you like this town is like unified with nature. Uh, and what happens is you take control of the dad who didn't go on this trip. His name is Flint. And uh, what happens is is they're making their way back when, like, the piggies from the past game, like, you know how uh, Porky gets, like, that army? Yeah, yep. Yeah, they, like, seem to show up in this fortress and start exper- or in the forest and start experimenting on these animals. And what happens is that, like, ends up causing a commotion and they end up catching the forest on fire. Um, so the monsters, or the dragos are, like, get angry and whatnot uh and you end up not hearing back from your family you don't know where they are so you go searching for them and the entire town like goes searching for them uh and what happens is is the mom gets killed by a drago fang um it's mm. like they find her body and like it's pierced through her so what happens is uh lucas and claus are back with you um and claus runs off to go hunt the animal that killed his mom uh, and you go after them, and that's sort of how the game gets set up. Hmm. Uh, it seems to be kind of a coming of age story for Lucas because they talk about how Lucas is kind of kind of soft and how like he's coddled and like his favorite thing in the game is love, like mm-hmm. that's like the default thing. Uh, and like he ends up going on this journey to with your dog, and I forgot the other characters because I don't think you get them as you play. Mm-hmm. You know, you go on this adventure. 
So nice. I'm really I'm really looking forward to like playing it. This will be a game that I'll be playing like bits and pieces of throughout the rest of the year. What do you think it'll take for them to revive the Earthbound or Mother franchise? Do you think they can? I honestly don't see why they shouldn't. Yeah. Like I really honestly don't know why they're why they're holding holding back. Like I don't I don't get it. Cuz I feel like the translations already done for the game if they really wanted to not spend time translating the money that they would spend hiring people to do it and port it over why don't they just buy out the people who made the translation already and just put it up you know or even uh i mean like make a new game a new mother yeah like a modern modern day mother i would be for a hundred percent for that i don't know I don't know because Nintendo, like this franchise is like it's a cult franchise, but like it's beloved by a lot of people. Yeah, know? definitely. I feel like if people found out that Nintendo was actually doing another, another Earthbound. mother game, yeah, Earthbound, like people would love that. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm not disagreeing with you, but one thing I, I started to realize, uh, and I only started to realize this recently because I'll explain why, but like something like Rick and Morty. People love Rick and Morty, right? Yes. Love to it. To a fault. There's, to a fault. <laughs> to a fault is like, right. Like 0.7% or something like that of uh, compared to... How can I phrase this? 0.7% the amount of people watch Rick and Morty that watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a minuscule number. I mean, I know Game of Thrones is massively popular, but something we perceive as like Rick and Morty as super popular, uh, I think it's just like a very vocal small yeah. group of people that are actually interested in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's so, definitely right. That's the like, there's a website called like the Star. I thought it used to be called Starman or something like that, and it was all about bringing Earthbound to uh, the virtual console, and like that was a very vocal minority but like it was it was yeah. it was there that's an interesting overlap percentage i thought it'd be way more yeah but did you say 0.07 or 0.7 it's like 0.7 percent still Minus tiny tiny, yeah. tiny 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 i don't know i just feel like yeah i feel like now with their marketing and be like oh like uh, nintendo is bringing back this this ip that they had like i feel like they could do something with it and like get traction out of it. Yeah. It just depends on how it was marketed and how much exposure it got and how good of a game it is, really. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think I think it would be I, I'm not arguing with you, I'm with you. I think it would be lucrative for them, but it's just putting I, it in perspective a little bit. I think at the very least the, the Mother Three should be localized. I never really, I never really cared all that much. Like I would see, like at random sporting events, that people would have a sign saying "Localized Mother 3. Um, like that would pop up here and there, and it was always, always hilarious. But like I never really cared. But now I'm to the point where like, no, they should do it. There's no reason, and I don't yeah. know why they're being so stubborn. Yeah. Yep. That's it for me, though. The only other thing is I've been playing some Pokemon, like I usually do. But other than that. Okay. What do you got, Corey? Uh, just quickly, Rocket League, I promise to take less than a minute, so I will. I re- reinstalled um, only to get ranked in all the playlists, and I did. 
um, which is 40 games. I played 40 games and then I uninstalled. So I'm trying to avoid the Rocket League stuff. Uh, trying to look ahead, you know, as much as I enjoy playing it, um, I don't get anything out of it anymore other than enjoyment, which is fine. But there are other things I also get enjoyment out of mm-hmm. uh, and other things. So I'm trying to not do that anymore. But that's it. That's all I want to say about Rocket League. Um, I played a little more Cuphead. Uh, I'm still not crazy about it. I, 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 my opinion of it still improves when I play it. So I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing. I don't know if you played any more Cuphead, Dan. I did. I beat one more boss, and then nice. I wasn't able to. I was able to get close on two of the other ones. They're actually two uh, airplane ones uh-huh. um, that I was able to get close, but it was to that point where I was getting starting to get frustrated, and uh, you know, I put I put it down, and I have have I don't think I've played it since like late last week, probably. But yeah, I got to the second second, second world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I then... beat the carnival boss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, second world, and then I tried every level and just got wrecked. And I'm like, eh, I'm not really in the mood for this right now. So mm-hmm. I stopped. But I do still have it installed, which is surprising mm-hmm. considering all the things I deleted. Um, so I do plan on getting back to it at some point. Uh, trying three. Uh, I, it's tough to talk about trying three only because I only played like 30 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably won't try to talk about it. But, um, very similar to the other two. Uh, a little bit play. more. How dare you play this without me? I know. I was thinking about texting you, but I, I didn't think you owned it, and I was playing Dan's copy, so. Mm. Uh, but I think it's on sale right now, Will, if you do want to play it. Maybe that's uh, that's an Extra Life game to play for us. That, that really is. That would be perfect. Uh, so maybe I'll hold off on playing that again until Extra Life. Um, but the one thing I did notice is that it felt a lot more 3D than the first two games in that you're you're not just going left to right. Um, there's a lot of moving up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh my God. Z, Z access. What? Well, 75% off. What? Like that's usually $22. It's $5. Oh, there you go. Um, I didn't know I owned it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remembered well, that you, you owned it. Uh, and I was just, so yeah, I was playing games this weekend and what did I play? Oh, so I, I played about an hour and a half, eh, probably about two hours of Total War Warhammer 2. And just, I know a lot of people like that game. Not for me. Uh, I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy it at all, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't even really have anything interesting to say about it, which I feel like I'm doing a game a disservice to say I didn't like it without really adding any context. But uh, I just found it very vanilla. Um, the Warhammer universe I've never been into, so that's strike one. The Total War games I've never really been into. I did kind of like Shogun mm-hmm. back in the day, um, but I'm so far removed from that. I just, I don't know. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. I, I, did you guys play any of the War Total War Warhammer or any of the other Total War games? I know yeah. you played Shogun, Dan. When when I was Shogun, playing, I have I have Warhammer total war oh, i haven't played it yet i briefly played rome total war rome or rome total war the first one yeah so yeah it's a, so, lot, it's a lot it's, it's a lot to take in it is a lot to take in and i know i just scratched the surface but um i'm i just don't find myself being super interested in it mm-hmm. at all uh and the gameplay i just thought was kind of 
kind of boring because I feel like if you once you go into a battle, you kind of know what the outcome is going to be, right? Like there aren't very many surprises once you're actually in the battle. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get I didn't get far enough to I don't remember Shogun Total War that much. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't play enough Rome Total War to to get a good feel for that. Yeah. So. Uh, the the game's reviewing very well. Uh, if you're into it, I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just I just don't think it's for me. Uh, but it kind of bummed me out a little bit because I'm I'm thinking to myself like I really should like this game. Like it has the makings of a game I would like strategy, mm-hmm. um, fit fantasy medieval setting. But yeah, I just was not digging it, and mm-hmm. it bummed me out because this is after I decided to uninstall Rocket League again, and I'm like, well, what's going on? Do I just like do, <laughs> do I, I not, not like video games? Like video games anymore? I uh, think that it, you guys don't. This was after my playing Cuphead too, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on an adventure and try and find something I'll enjoy, uh, and that's when I played Trine Three, which I was kind of into, but not really. Um, and I'm like, I just I just need a casual game that I don't have to think too much about. I can just play kind of passively while I'm watching a hockey game or something like that, which led me to kingdoms and castles, mm-hmm. which just came out um, last month or something like that. Well, you said you're, you're somewhat familiar with the game. If that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Let me see. Yeah. Very simple art style. Uh, almost looks like Minecraft. Um, blocky like that. Yep. Uh, okay. But, but very, very simple. Uh, exactly what I was looking for. There's, it's, it's your, your typical um, sim game, city building sim. Uh, build houses, build lumberjack camps, build mines. Uh, houses bring people in, then you got to feed them. So you got to build farms and then you got to build granaries to store the food for your farm because you won't have enough over the winter. Uh, just all that like very basic management stuff, but it all kind of comes together really nicely. And, and there's never a moment where you're frustrated or annoyed or anything like that. Uh, the only, the only things you would do outside of the SIM part of it is you can build soldiers, uh, to fight and you can actually move them around the map, which is nice because there are Vikings that raid you from time to time. Uh, and then there's a, at least in the game I played, the only enemies I saw were Vikings. And then early on, like first half hour in the game, a dragon flew overhead. And I'm like, oh, my God, uh, dragon did not attack me then. But later on, it did attack me. So I had to build some towers and stuff to to fight off the dragon. But about I played that for a while, maybe four hours. Mm. Um, and then at the four hour mark, I, I realized that there's not an end goal. You're just building. Oh, OK, like, there's no. Mm. <laughs> there's no winning i guess yeah at least that I, none that i could tell so mm-hmm. i'm kind of like ah as much as i enjoyed this and it was right place right time i kind of wish i was working towards something rather than just an infinite gameplay cycle yeah because uh, that's what it is it's like okay well i need more people to do to do labor um at the various things i need more people to make coal i need i need more people to run the library you know stuff like that uh, so you build more houses more people come in well now you need more food so it's like okay well now i need to build more farms mm-hmm. you build more farms you need more wood so then it's build more lumber cap lumberjack camp like that whole cycle over and over and over again and as your city grows it just happens on a bigger scale uh so 
I'm interested. I know they're constantly adding stuff to that game. I'm interested to see where they take it because everything does kind of fit together really nicely right now. I mm-hmm. just think it needs a little bit more of those extracurricular things outside of the normal sim. Gotcha stuff. But I did like it overall, and I do recommend it. If, if that sounds somewhat interesting to you, give it yeah. a go. Kingdoms and Castles saves Corey's gaming. No, not Shadow, really. Shadow of War saved Corey's gaming. Shadow of War was a nice, nice welcome, welcome change. So, mm-hmm. um, I, there's really only been a handful of games though that I've I've really been taken by this year. Uh, King, uh, not Kingdoms and Castles. Total War is one, or not Total War. Holy crap! Shadow of War. There's one Pyre would be another. Yeah. Divinity two. Um Zelda. I liked Zelda, but it didn't grab me. That's crazy. I know. I know. That's you, it is crazy. You, you crazy. even even Horizon, like I really liked Horizon, but it didn't it didn't hook me like a game like Pyre, like Divinity, like Shadow yeah. of War it really has. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I and I'm not sure why. Um, I think I think the games almost have to manipulate me into being addicted to them. <laughs> you know, sure. Because <laughs> like I can I can totally acknowledge that Horizon and Zelda are superior games uh, t- to all of those games, really. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of what uh, what I'm hooked on and what grabs me, like I don't know, it's just a different different metric. Yeah. Well, slaughtering orcs will never never get old either that is true that is true it's, it's just always so satisfying yeah but that's it for me okay uh i also played a variety of different things so uh me and the wife beat super mario world nice nice thank you um yeah i'm we're, we're both still shocked at how well that game holds up it's it's pretty crazy to think that even now what 20 plus years later it still plays as well as it does looks as good as it does um it's it's something else uh and she did want me to mention that she is far better than me at mario and she absolutely is she was the one who ultimately beat bowser (laughs) and i I had a couple close runs but um yeah she she finished it off we still have to go back and do some of the star road uh star road uh levels but that's the real challenge there those yeah levels they're tough yeah, I don't remember it that much. I remember some of them, but I'm pretty sure I never unlocked all of them. So, but yeah, so good. You know what so would have been cool for them to do in the NES classic version of Super Mario World? Add extra secrets that they don't advertise or talk about yeah, or anything. So for people to find. See if people can find them. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. I don't know how hard something like that would be to do, but that would be really Pro- cool. Probably hard. Well, people are hacking roms in this as far as i understand it isn't anything more than a rom so well i know but you would have to you would have to program it into the game i would think and make it look like it was supposed to fit yeah you know yeah somebody would have to dust off the old super mario world code and (laughs) exactly try to figure out bring bring back the artist artist or artists that worked on it uh so i also beat golf story this week oh damn nice thank you i think it was like 20 21 hours worth uh another it's really charming uh good golf game it was that was a lot of fun i was actually surprised at how much content there was in it too um good stuff there 
That made Kotaku's uh, top uh, games for the Switch. Yeah, it rightfully so. It was. It was. I was surprised at how good it was. Um, apparently, there was some controversy about bugs. I think I only had it crash on me once in the 20, 21 hours that I played it. So uh, bugs didn't didn't affect me that much. Um, so that's good. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Divinity 2, I finally beat that one battle I've been talking about for the past couple weeks. Boy, Dan. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it, it it took a little luck. I also, I, also I, I think I told you, Corey, but I, ba- I had to back out of the battle that I was in and load like a previous save so that I was far enough away that I could go. And I bought some new gear for some of my characters. One, my archer, uh, if Ben... If in... Ben Mazad or whatever, yeah. however you say his name. Yep. Uh, he especially was under-equipped, and I didn't realize it. Because I, I use, my character uses finesse stuff too, so a lot of times I would just give him my cast-offs, and my cast-offs mm. were not very good. Um, so he needed a significant gear upgrade. Uh, so upgraded my characters, I went back, and I had, this this one was actually relatively easy, just the way the way the events of the battle played out. It it just worked really well. So that was good. So I'm on the boat after that. And that's where I last played it. So, uh, nice. It's, um, one of my favorite things to do. Speaking of gear, Dan is when I go to a new merchant is to look at whatever Epic gear, whatever the pink is, is that Epic level? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. It's fun. It's good stuff. I, that game's awesome. I love that game. Yes, it is. Uh, I hope I can get it done by the end of the year. I'm not sure that's going to happen. We shall see. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're on the subject of this game, I did play this for a little bit, too, and it wasn't... It wasn't... Was wasn't it clicking hitting, for you? wasn't hitting the sweet spot as much I as I liked you. it before. I don't know. Maybe I just had a bad weekend. Yeah. Go lake houses to visit. <laughs> well, that's why I was excited to stay home and <laughs> just play some games, but nothing was... Play some games. Nothing was tickling the old fancy. <laughs> uh, but the thing I think I probably ended up playing the most of this week was Stardew Valley on the Switch. I want I waited until I beat Golf Story. I think I ended up beating Golf Story sometime on Friday. So that's when I bought Stardew Valley and installed it. And uh, it's an amazing game. I yep. just, I, it's just so good. It's so relaxing. Um, I'm probably I'm midway through summer in the first year. Got all the oh, way wow. through spring. I'm definitely more efficient. Uh, I I honestly remembered more than I thought I would in Stardew Valley. Uh, so I you know I kind of knew what was coming as far as like planning and and whatnot. And I started working on the community center bundles uh, a lot earlier. I think I think I waited until like halfway through the second year before I started working on that the first time I played. Uh, one thing I one thing that's I think is new that I I at least don't remember. I know the game's been updated quite a bit since I played originally on PC, but the different farms you can pick. Yeah, Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Is that, that that's a that's, new thing. Yeah, that's a that was in an update that you can pick okay. where you wanted to, your starting spot to look like. Yeah, there was like maybe five or six different choices. I ended up picking the river farm, so I have yeah. part of the river going through my farm, and it's broken up by like a couple different islands. Uh, which is really neat. Uh, so I and I, I do a lot of fishing. Um, I think uh, once again I waited until sometime in the second year, maybe even third year, to start fishing a lot in the, in the first one. But I've I've you know anytime I have a free moment, I'm fishing now in the game. Yeah. Uh, it's also going to be cool for setting up. I, I'm just doing crops right now. I haven't even set up my first chicken coop, but 
Uh, like the the center island is where I'm going to have my all my animals. I'm going to put my my coop and my cow barn there and the silo. And I don't think like I'll put, probably put gates where the bridges are, uh, but I don't need to put any like barrier because I don't have to build a fence around it because they just have to stay on that that island. So it's it's it'll be pretty cool for for layout purposes. But yeah, Stardew Valley is amazing. If you have a switch, buy it, play it. Um, I also remember when I first started playing Stardew Valley when it first came out, the controls not being very good with the controller. I was a little worried about that, but it worked really well on the Switch. Good. So, yeah, good stuff. Well worth the $15. I've been wanting to revisit it for so long, but I'm just waiting for the multiplayer yeah. to do it. Yep. Eh, someday. Yeah, uh, multiplayer on consoles will be coming to Switch first. So, oh really? Yeah, that's and so P- cool. And, and PC two days later. No, I think PC's going to get it first. I think oh. uh, it's consoles first is going to be on the Switch. So, but that's all I played. That's quite a bit of things. Yeah, we all played a bunch this week. Yeah, good for us. I've been trying to do that, not just play one thing, you know. Oh, we're taking it more seriously. Uh, well, okay. that was that was kind of my idea too behind not, but behind deleting Rocket League off my computer. Yeah, because I always say oh, I'll just sit down and play a few, and then it's two hours later, and it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, might as well just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> played this long, might as well finish the night. That that All it, right. Dan. Uh, yeah, I'm calling up feedback right now. Fearless <laughs> <laughs> had a really good. He was he was talking about Stardew Valley in the in the chat twitch.tv slash thumbstick athletes, and he yeah. said the the game's relationship building makes him feel like a stalker. And he said, "Quote: Ah, I see you frequent this spot by the lake between the hours of two to four p.m. every day. Here's a salad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do have to do that because you like. There's no way to find them unless you know where they're going to be. You know, yeah. like there's no you can't look on a mini map and see, oh, uh, Abigail's over here right now. So I, you know, but yeah, you do have to stalk them. Can't do that in real life. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> you used to be able to stalk people and it used to be uh, used to be considered flattering. Yeah, I'm, now kid- you... I'm kidding, of course. Yeah, totally. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one, the one from Blake, that was from last week, right? That was for the the, the 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 football correction thing. That's not feedback the, for this week, right? The dates say no, Six. no, that's old. Okay. All right. So the first one is from Alex, who says, "Hey boys, so last week, uh, Hugh Hefner passed away, and I saw such a funny comment on it, which was, well, no one will ever say he went to a better place.' <laughs> I laughed. I laughed pretty good at that comment." Uh, being That's in L.A. Good. means that everyone knows when things happen, which means that the SNES Classic was literally sold out before I could even get to the store. So I've got to wait for the next batch, which I'm hopeful about because Nintendo keeps making promises about not needing to buy one for more than $80. And finally, I wanted to join in on my favorite office moments as well. Number one, Dwight walks into work and Jim has created a super desk. Dwight then answers the phone on the floor. <laughs> Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael burns his foot on his George Foreman grill because he loves the smell of fresh cooked bacon in the morning. That whole episode was great. <laughs> Dwight, Dwight, uh, Dwight uh, gets the concussion and is friends with Pam. That's, yeah, 
such a nice moment, you know, in addition to the comedy. It's tough turn. Yep. Uh, number three, I think the same episode as Michael's foot burn that Dwight goes to save him and crashes into a lamppost and becomes best friends with Pam. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the same episode. Uh, four, and I love how many touching moments there are on the show, just like Futurama, but one that always sticks out is Michael trying to secure a client with Jan at Chili's, and he sings the Baby Back Rib song and secures a client to the surprise of Jan. Yeah. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby All back. All right, have a good week. Back. Good stuff. What a show. Awesome. Awesome Blossom. Yeah, awesome Blossom. Awesome Blossom. Extra awesome. Are we the biggest fans of The Office on the, in the world? No. No. I don't know. The show has had a very integral part of our lives. That is true. Yeah. I'm sure there are right. people out there, though, that can recite every episode by sure. heart. Yeah, Will Murtha. <laughs> I used to be able to do that with uh, 101 Dalmatians when you watched it five times a day for like a year and a half. That and Clueless. I could, yeah, I could recite the whole movie. Clueless. That's a good one. All I'm right, sorry so that, I made you do that. That was from uh, Alex. I'm not complaining. Uh, next is from Ryan in Iowa who says, Hey, fellas, real quick, my wife Valerie was enjoying the hell out of her Switch. Lots of Splatoon and Zelda for sure. Watching and listening to Splatoon's fun and poppy music was enjoyable for me as well. Since I am normally sitting next to her playing through my backlog on the larger TV. Yes, I'm a jerk and she games on the smaller TV, but it is a 32-incher, not terrible. But disaster struck and, char- and the charging port on the Switch is no longer working and refuses <gasps> to accept a charge of any sort oh, with no. anything. I've been searching some forums and it looks like the best bet is directly to get a hold of Nintendo directly and not worry about getting Target involved, uh, as that is where I got it. But just a huge disappointment. It seems like one out of five Switches seem to have this issue. Any suggestions or tips with dealing with Nintendo? I know Valerie has just enough charge on the Switch to save the files for, of Zelda and Splatoon. So we have an SD card coming and going to deal with that whole mess, but saving the files on the SD card. I assume Nintendo will wipe it when we mail it back to them. Thanks for any suggestions and sympathy about that. I can't wow. wait for Shadow of War, and I'm just gonna roll that for a couple for weeks and weeks. Maybe get Assassin's Creed Origins on sale around Black Friday. If anyone is getting Shadow of War on Xbox One, add me, and we can do the Castle Keep conquest. My handle is Greenbow Four. Uh, yes, he gave us permission to put, to say that. Uh, finally, Will, I know you were drinking the Kool Aid on the Preds and Maple Leafs, but just keep sleeping on the Blackhawks, and I hope. Uh, to tell you, I told you so at the end of the year. 15 goals in the first two games for the Hawks over the Blue Jackets and Pens. The new faces are looking great, and they're playing hard for Eddie O. want to prove all of you doubters wrong. Oh, uh, you mean take... the Maple Leafs who just beat the Blackhawks? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think he sent this before that. Tuesday. Yeah, this, this, came, yeah, this came a few days ago. Uh, I will take the Detroit Lions and beat the Saints and get those four and a half points to my add those four and a half points to my underdog total. Thanks again, fellas, and take care. I'll try to add my Shadow of War thoughts when you guys put out the episode or shortly after. I don't know if he sent us again. Nope. I don't think he has yet now. That's all right. Next week. We're doing it again, so. Uh, that sucks to hear about your Switch. Yeah, that's uh, awful. The, yeah, the only the only thing I've... Because I, 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 I Googled it briefly and looked up some things. Because I had heard of that, that, that happening a little bit on the Nintendo subreddit. Uh, people said to try changing chargers, which it seems like you already did. Um, some say the, the, the AC adapter can go bad. So I, I don't know if you, 
it's a USB-C, so it's standard for like newer phones. So if, if you have a, a newer phone that has a USB-C input or or know someone, try that. But I also read to uh, turn you turn it completely off, which means hold down the power button for I think it's like 15 seconds to get it to shut off off, uh, and then you plug it into the put it, put it into the dock and let it sit there for like two or three hours. And then try to turn it on and see if it charges at that point. That's mm. just what I read. I don't know how, how if that works or not, but it's, it's worth like, a shot. Anyway. Is that like wrapping your Xbox in a towel and putting it in the oven? <laughs> a little bit. I, I think it just like resets the the charging. It, it seems to be software bug for the most part, and not uh, a, okay. a, a, a hardware issue. Gotcha. From what I gather. So interesting. I mean, they just might have a dud switch too. That's always possible. Tips for dealing with Nintendo. Um, uh, your customer service is great. You shouldn't yeah. have any issues. I've heard nothing but good things. So, and yeah, I was just gonna add that. Uh, just try to get somebody on the phone. Uh, that seems to be the the best way to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. They usually are English native language speakers. Yeah, which uh, makes very, it the communication easier. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I my one experience with Nintendo customer service was was fantastic. So. Yes. Uh, and if you if you need us to pull our weight, uh, just let us know, and you know maybe we can. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 uh, reach out to our contacts. <laughs> See what we can do. I'll shoot Reggie a text. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shadow of War. Yep. Talked about that. Good stuff. Uh, Blackhawks. Blackhawks have played really well. Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. I'm I'm surprised. Uh, you know, I know they ended up winning the division, but obviously looked terrible in the playoffs last year. Um, but yeah, I, I think the injection of young players, I think in general, is is helping teams, you know? Yeah, except for the Rangers. <laughs> for the Rangers. Do the Rangers have a lot of young players? Yeah, their average age is actually pretty low. Okay. Yeah. It's not a slate to the Blackhawks at all. It's just I think there's better teams in the league. Right. I'll tell you, Nick, Nick Schmaltz is no, uh, well, he's hurt, but he's no slouch. No, not at all. That was my one uh, my one sleeper pick, and it has panned out. Well, nice. he comes comes back from injury, but hey, it looks like Sam Gerard was the first star of the game. Look at that! Nice rookie of the year. <laughs> He's the front runner for the. Uh... No, actually, be. Will Butcher probably is, yeah, or Jesper the... Bratt. Yeah. Crazy devils. I know, right? Unexpected. Uh, and he's taking the Lions to beat the Saints. Four and a half points. So. He's got it. I put it. already got that one in. All right. Next email is from uh, Idaho Jake, who says, Hey, guys, I have spent most of the day in the ER because my son decided to break his wrist. Nice. I really want to hear Dan's impressions about the SNES Classic. Well, not to brag, but I think the big winner for last week's underdog pick was seven points. Thanks, Jags. So this week I picked the Eagles for three points this week. Now for Idaho Jake's this day in gaming history, 2010 was the game of the year editions because uh, Uncharted and Borderlands both released game of the year editions. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Nice. That's bull crap. There can only be one game of the year edition of any game in any given year. That's what I think, too. That's yeah. Bullshit. Well, I mean, different outlets have game of, games of the year. Oh, do you mean it can only be a Thumbstick Athletes game of the year special edition? I like that. Life is strange. 
What if we what if we earn some power somehow that publishers could only release a game of the year edition if we gave it game of the year? That would be awesome. Or if any, or if any media outlet gave it game of the year. So it'd be Final no, Fantasy just us. 15. Just us. Life is Strange. I don't remember what was before that. Dragon I'm Age. excited for, speaking of Final Fantasy 15, I'm excited for that on PC. Me too. It's I'm actually thinking about replaying it. I'll replay it on PC. It's, uh, I've heard good things. They're they're adding a, like a first person mode. Uh, oh. Lots of new tools and stuff to, 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 to have more fun with the game outside of what we've already played on PlayStation. I just need it to run at 60 frames per second. Oh, you'll get that. <laughs> oh, I know. I better. Or I won't I, buy it. I saw a quote from the development team that they said it was 100 times easier to create for PC than console. Oh, really? Yeah. 100 usually times. You usually hear the opposite. Really? Yeah. Because there's, there's not as many uh, hardware variations on consoles. Mm. Makes sense. Um, but at the same time, like a game like that, that's that huge. Like they probably just don't have to cut corners like they would like they do to get a game to run on a console. Yeah, that was the vibe I got from from that quote. When's okay. that coming out? Let it all hang out. So I think it's early next year, right? Perfect. Oh, there's a lot of stuff coming out early next year, though. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys about my trip. Um, I pretty much have completely adopted Noctis's um you know how Noctis only drove drove at night, Corey? Mm-hmm. I pretty much only drive at night too for these trips because it's less stressful and like I can just do it and not have to worry about anything else. So like I I was saying like, oh yeah, I'm like Noctis, I will just drive at night and nobody got it and I was like, oh. <laughs> Dang it. Bummer. Alright. I would have gotten it. Cause I drove the entire seven hours home. Nice. Night, so, it's nice driving through the night. Actually, yeah, it's calming. Unless you get sleepy. Wait, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Uh, Jake wants to hear my thoughts on the SNES Classic. I adore the SNES Classic. Um, I really wanted the NES Classic, but if I had to choose between the two, it's definitely the SNES. I think the games hold up a lot better. Um, I'm gonna end up putting a lot of hours into it i i started mario rpg that i played briefly that's one i'm gonna finish uh once the weather turns foul i'm gonna sink my teeth into final fantasy 3 again um yeah there's a lot of really good games on there that i'm definitely gonna sink some time into and then i want to try secret of mana too which i've i've never played so uh yeah it's awesome and then like i said those some of the games just just hold up remarkably well specifically uh super mario world Donkey Kong Country holds up too, though. So, and then I want to try some of the games that I've never played, like Super Metroid. I've never played, so that's one I want to want to give a shot. Give a shot to. So yeah. Uh, next is from Austin in San Antonio, Texas. It says, "Hello, athletes. I've been listening for a while. I'm still not entirely sure how this works. I guess I'll describe a week." I'm already bastard. Feel free to breeze through it. Over the past week, I've been able to revisit some games from my childhood. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic was recently on sale via GOG. Gog. Uh, this is the game that introduced me to Bioware and gaming as a medium. I've worked through the opening levels. The atmosphere is pretty rad. The controls, not so much. The game hasn't 
particularly aged well. I think the Xbox port had a better UI, but the writing is solid and it still feels like a unique take on Star Wars, despite being almost 15 years old. The game's initial release was in September of 2003. Uh, I wouldn't play it for quite some time. I love it. I dove into PUBG last week, and it's pretty neat. I played Fortnite's Battle Royale mode beforehand, and I think they each have their merits. Uh, PUBG feels fantastic. Every shot is important. Fortnite is very floaty with its combat, but the building mechanics add a really interesting level of depth to player encounters. They're fascinating experiences, and I recommend trying one of them. These usually end with a question, so I'll pop a few out there. Uh, Why is the sky blue? Why does the cow moo? Are loot boxes destroying the balance of <laughs> multiplayer-focused video games? Will I ever find love? What's a good beer? Uh, will I find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z? Have a good night, guys. It's always a pleasure. Sincerely, Austin. Uh, good questions. All right, we'll questions. start with Knights of the Republic. Corey, you played that recently. I did. Uh, two years ago, maybe? Yeah. I think it held up just fine. Controls? Uh oh yeah, that's a good point. Maybe not as much. Okay. Um, it's tough to say. I I had a really good experience with that game. I don't remember specifically uh the controls, but I don't even know if I modded it at all to play it. I don't think I did. Yeah, Maybe I a don't. Couple. I don't recall. I don't know. Maybe some like uh, I don't know, a couple patches. I really don't know. Widescreen fixer there's... or something like that. Yeah. Maybe I don't remember. I really, I honestly don't remember. Okay. Uh, PUBG, Fortnite. I think we, I, I think we decide we're going to give Fortnite a try, right? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely give it a try at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to try both of them for sure. That's what we should probably play together, right? I'm hoping Fortnite is a little less competitive. Well, uh, I mean, if you do this, there's like a single player, not single player, but yeah, co-op mode that's yeah. what i would prefer to try i don't care as much about the battle royale type of thing i would like to get that chicken dinner sometime in PUBG, though yeah it's a story you could tell your grandchildren i got a chicken dinner once <laughs> i came close in like my third match i came in second place that's and impressive. never cracked the top 10 after that beginner's luck uh yeah definitely a lot of beginner's luck well i also it was the first time i found a bow and arrow and i was able to shoot a guy in the head which is filthy with a bow well i i think i told the story on the podcast but i he was in like a little shed and he was poking his head out with his gun like shooting at people and i was sneaking up and he didn't hear me and that's the the good part of the bow and arrow is it doesn't make a sound when you shoot it and i probably shot like six arrows into the side of that shed before I finally hit him with the seventh <laughs> arrow in the head. Is there a kill cam by any chance? No. I mean, there okay. wasn't when I was playing. I know they're constantly updating it, but when I was playing, there was not. So. Uh, uh, on to the questions. Why is the sky blue? Reflection. The way light, ref- the refraction Refracts. of the light in the atmosphere. Yeah, basically, it hits the molecules in the sky, and like the blue part of them scatters more than the others. Sciency. Yeah. My son's always asking sciency questions, and generally I can answer them, but sometimes I have to look them up because I want to give them the right answer. I don't want to yeah. say like magic or. You Just know, tell him to Google like it, Dan. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I feel or bad ask, for Corey's kids. Ask Siri. I guess on his iPad. Sophie says the same thing. I think I, I'll make a great dad. No, it's just like your kid's going to ask you a question. Why don't you Google it? <laughs> if I was grumpy, I probably would say that. <laughs> sure. I, whenever I ask a question in the group chat, I always get so mad. Even if I'm expecting it, if you say Google it. <laughs> yeah. My my, <laughs> my my whole take on it is if it's just as easy for you to Google it, then you might as well Google it because you now you're wasting multiple people's time. I'm sorry I like conversations with friends and family. Oh, I'm cool with conversations, but but don't ask me what time the New York Rangers play. I mean, I would never ask that. <laughs> you might. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've taken to just using OK Google and oh there it goes um to ask stuff i don't even have to type it in on my phone it just pops up you say the say the question and yeah it's lazy ultimate lazy awesomeness it's probably better than siri siri's the I, worst yeah, yeah i don't know anything about siri terrible i just turned it off because me, uh, me too I, I just wasn't using it i mean i would use it but it would never do what i wanted it to do so i'm just like you know what screw you i'm done mm-hmm Apparently Alexa's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard that's that yeah, everyone says Alexa's the best of the yeah. um, smart home devices, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh why do cows moo? Don't know. We don't know that, do we? It's the vocal cords. I don't know, Austin, Google it. That there you go. <laughs> Our loot boxes is trying the multiplayer the, the balance of multiplayer focused video games. It depends. Yeah, mm. I, I, it it would probably if the stuff was stat based, but like skins, I don't think yeah. affects balance. Like in Overwatch, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch. Uh, the the one example I'll point to is Star Wars. Um, what was that Star Wars mobile game we were into for a while? Oh, um, Galaxy Galaxy of Heroes. Um, there were. The the premier guilds in that game required you to spend money. Yeah, yeah, they did. So in that case, I would say probably yes. Yeah, we're definitely the balance of that type of game. Sure. Yeah. Will I ever find love? Absolutely. Yes. There's someone for everybody, and everybody I... deserves to be with somebody who wants to be with them too. Just yep. be bold, Austin. Be bold. What beer is that? The slogan for? During the hockey playoffs last year, I saw about a thousand commercials. It's one with Sylvester Stallone and that boxer. I have no idea what it's Raging a, Bull. No, it's like Tecate or something like oh, that. Oh, Tecate? Tecate, yeah. That's I love Tecate. There's Tecate commercials constantly. I never had it, one, but the commercials annoyed me enough that Yeah, it's Tecate, born bold bold. Okay. Do you drink that while you're on your rafts in your lake you can't consider tecate is definitely not a craft beer it's yeah. just a, a cheap mexican beer but tecate with lime nice. tecate with lime is awesome it's like my fa- it's my favorite beer period really oh yeah i i've drank so many of those in, in single sittings i love it huh. okay well then incidentally the next question is what's a good beer tecate that's good fine um, I don't know. I've uh, what have I been drinking lately? 
Oh, I had a Empire. You probably can't get Empire where you are. It's I think it's just I think they just distribute in New York State, but uh, Empire something pale ale. I keep seeing that their cans. I'm like, God, I want to buy that, but it's isn't it like ten dollars for four beers? Empire? Yeah. No. Or am I thinking of something else? You might be thinking of something else. They might have a premium beer that they do a four pack of for ten bucks. Mm. Um, I don't know. Have you got? Have you been? I say you guys, but Dan, have you been drinking any good beers lately? No, I rarely drink beers. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I mean, I like I said, I bought a thing of um, uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest, uh, which I like. Uh, it, it's a good balance of not too expensive um, and not gross either. Mm-hmm. So oh, you know what I had, um, Austin. I don't know how familiar with beer you are. But the founders, who are famous for their all-day IPA, which is good, I really like it, mm-hmm. uh, have a Pilsner that's also really good that I had just had for the first time. Uh, so if you can get your hands on that, I can't, I, don't, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. But if you if you just like easy to drink, um, you know, full beers that aren't light, then the the founders Pilsner is pretty good. Uh, I'm a fan of Saranac. Legacy IPA. I don't know if you can get that where you are. I drank several bad beers when I was in Lake Placid sure. last week or two weekends ago. Um, I don't know. It's it's it, yeah. It's been a while since I had something where I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's really good. Do you like pumpkin beers? I hate pumpkin beers. Do you really? I like pumpkin yeah. Beers. No, it's disgusting. Saranac makes a good pumpkin beer. Uh, Shipyard Pumpkin Head is probably my favorite. I haven't had it in a few years because I it's expensive you know i don't drink that often and they just would sit in my fridge and get skunky so yeah i'm not a fan of any beer that's like like i don't know like chocolate beers but of course somebody would come back at me and say well if you've never had the blank chocolate stout or whatever which is true Uh, i haven't tried very many of them i'm sure there are some that are good but it's not what i'm looking for normally i like stouts in general so i probably would love any of them (laughs) but oh I can't drink I can't drink stouts when it's hot out. It's got to be fall, winter, or spring. And once summer rolls around, I can't. It's too yeah. it's too heady. You know, it's a definitely a colder weather beer. Yep, I'm with you there. So go ahead, Corey. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. I'll be doing some drinking this weekend. I uh, I didn't I didn't drink after Lake Placid. I haven't drank since Lake Placid, which was two weekends ago because mm-hmm. we were at that Oktoberfest. And I was just drinking 32 ounce of beer after 32 ounce of beer over and over again. So I kind of, kind of got burnt out, but gotcha. I don't know. I'll try something new this week and report back. Wait, what that is this, this is beardless. Oh, okay. we're not on Austin's feedback. No, I think Austin. Oh, the same person. Yeah, I don't I know everybody's name. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get confused between the Twitch names and then the the names that people use. And yeah, they're like separate yeah. entities to me. Yeah, <laughs> the the real name and the Twitch name. I just saw that on the email address. But anyway, we should oh. keep uh, we should keep a private document that has the real name and the Twitch name next to each yeah. other. <laughs> Agreed, because I don't um, I don't spend much time in the Twitch chat, so. Yeah, you, know, you guys know the the regulars far better than I do. Okay, uh, last is from Tito. 
so I'm surprised none of you mentioned 2005 Star Wars Battlefront servers being back online last week for Nibblebits. If I recall, I think you guys would talk about that game fondly, wishing you could still play it if it wasn't for servers being retired. Voila, it is back for the time being. My guess is until Battlefront 2 is released. Avatar The Last Airbender. I know I mentioned this show once or twice, but I got the itch to watch the series again after watching some YouTube analysis and review videos and went down a YouTube rabbit hole. I love this show. I love this show so much. It's in my top three shows ever, animated or live action. Corey, I think you would really appreciate this show. If you ever get to it, you got to watch the entire first season. None of this two or three episodes to decide whether or not it's for you. That's not how a show works. The world building, mythology, and character development is right up there with the greatest shows ever. While it's not an anime, its art style is very similar. I know you're the biggest anime fan of the group, even though you probably don't even watch them anymore. But definitely give Avatar The Last Bender a shot, not the movie, the TV show. Tito out. Uh, okay, so I've had a friend who has been trying to get me to watch Avatar, The Last Airbender TV show for a long time. Uh, and I did do the two to three episodes and decided it wasn't for me. Uh, and and I do agree with you that that's not how TV shows work. That's not how they should be consumed. Um, it's not a good gauge to determine whether you enjoy a show or whether a show is good. Uh, but the caveat to that is I don't, I wish I had time to watch every show that I am interested in for like six or seven episodes. Uh, so I got to pick and choose, but I will take your recommendation and I will try avatar again, because, uh, it should, it should appeal to me. So Mm -hmm. I will check it out again. Yes, it should. Uh, will you, didn't you say we had another piece of feedback? Oh, yeah, on Twitter. Oh, it's on Twitter. Okay. Because I, I was uh, just didn't see an email. I wanted to say, I'm kind of mildly interested in the new Battlefront. I wanted to try the demo, and I just never never got around to it. Uh, yeah, I watched some people stream it, and it looked it looked awesome to me, honestly. Uh, how does Twitter... Oh, notifications. <laughs> I don't yeah. use Twitter anymore, so I'm not used to any of this. I don't use any social media anymore, so I don't know how any of it works. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad we get stuff in email now. It's a lot easier. So we got email, asked... uh, email stumpstickathletes at gmail.com, by the way. You need to email us some feedback. Go ahead. So, we, so we got asked from Johnny. Uh, he goes, talk about some music. I like hearing what you're all listening to these mm-hmm. days. Uh, the thing is, Eric and I are the biggest consumers of music, probably. Yeah. Um, and Eric's not here. Eric did want me to say that he's been brushing up on his Justin Timberlake. Yes. Mm. So that was Eric's answer. Uh, so Dan or er, er, Corey, what are you guys listening to? If anything, Corey, I, I'm sort of the, the, uh, in the millennial camp of music consumption, uh, very few albums, you know, uh, it's a lot of, listening to playlists and just finding songs that I like and making my own playlists based on that. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much how I consume music. I, nothing really stands out of as, uh, in terms of music that I've been into lately. Um, go ahead. Somebody else go. I'm going to pull up my Spotify and come up with a few. I'll go. I got a couple things. I've mostly been listening to uh, video game music lately. Uh, I listened to the heavy metal versions of the Undertale soundtrack. It's an album called Determination that was done by 
the name escapes me right now, but if you search determination, it'll pop up. You, you can even buy the album. It's on, I have it on my, my Google play music. Uh, so I listened to that quite a bit. Uh, I've been listening to Lindsay Sterling. You guys familiar with Lindsay Sterling? That name sounds familiar. She does, uh, violin songs and a lot of video game stuff, a lot of TV show and movie like soundtracks and stuff. Uh, she does. She's actually on dancing with the stars. Okay. Right okay. Um, That's probably where I've heard of her too. But yeah, she does like, she does like the Skyrim theme. She does a, a legend of Zelda medley. There's, there's a few different ones that she, that she does. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of her music. Uh, I actually heard a song on the radio today, brand, a brand new song from band. I'd never heard of that. I, that I love it's, um, let me call it up because I forgot the name of the band. Uh, it's the band. The Ting Tings. A- <laughs> no. no, I do like the Ting Tings, but uh, it's the band called AJR. And the song is, where was it? So, something sober. I'm sober. Sober up. It was written and produced by Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a fantastic song. Fan- What's it called? Freaking tastic. Sober up. Sober up by the band AJP and I, I love it. I've heard it for the first time today. It's so good. I'll I tried to do that. Yeah, I tried listening to some of their other songs I didn't like as much. Their newer album I didn't like as much. The older ones seem to be a little bit more up my alley, but that song is awesome. So That's what I've been listening to. I'm kind of impressed Dan that you had that much cuz I know you don't listen to that much music. I do, but it's not like I don't like Corey, I don't really listen to bands per se. Okay. Like I, I call up YouTube music and I have like a playlist on there and I just like cycle through video game songs and there's a few soundtracks on like like I listen to a lot of the uh, Game of Thrones soundtrack, uh, Lord of the Rings soundtracks, like that sort of stuff. Yeah. Occasionally I'll find a new uh, group or band or musician that I like. Mm-hmm. What'd you bring up on Spotify, Corey? Uh, so yeah. There are a few bands that I've been listening to a lot recently. Uh, Houndmouth is one of them. <clears throat> Not sure where they're from. From I, like the music I'm, I've been into a lot lately is uh, kind of like Whiskey Town, folk rock, alternative, bluegrassy. I call it whiskey drinking music. Uh-huh. Uh So Houndmouth would be one. Uh, what's the other one that I've been... Uh, Shaky Graves, uh, Alabama Shakes. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Avit Brothers, which would be probably the most popular example of the type of music I've been listening to lately, but I, for whatever reason, I do not like the Avit Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the same problem with... What's that group that Eric really likes? Starts with an M. Mumford and Sons? Mumford, yeah. Uh, not a big fan of them either. Uh, oh, like Band of Horses would be another good example. I do like Band of Horses quite a bit. But that's that's pretty much it. Uh, it I mean, you can check out my playlists if you're that interested. Uh, I'm just at, or however they do the URL, the handles on Spotify. Uh, it's just, my name is just Corey Murtha. So mm-hmm. there are the playlist Happy Ham and the playlist Swamp Hits are all the music I just have listened to elsewhere and drop in a playlist because I like them and they're all from within the last year or so. Huh? Gotcha. So there you go. Uh, open up a bottle of whiskey and, uh, <laughs> listen to some tunes. What yeah. do you got? Will? Uh, I got a lot. 
if as Corey said, if anybody's interested and uses Apple Music, uh, you can friend me on that because I listen to a lot of music. So my uh, Apple Music thing's always updated. But I'm kind of actually listening to a lot of different things right now. Um, a kind of mix of genres. Uh, so like my roots were it's like rock and roll and a little bit heavier music. Um, a new band put out a new record called Thousand or Thousand Below is the band. Um, they put out a new record that's pretty solid. Uh, I lift to it a lot, so it's a good one. It's kind of um, they do a nice mix of like all singing songs and kind of like softer, and then like they'll have songs where it's heavier and there's more screaming and there's more like you know singing choruses. Um, so that's really good. If you're interested at all in like an R&B, like indie pop sort of sound, um, Chase Atlantic put out an album too. Uh, actually, last Friday. That's really good. It's kind of catchy, and they're from Australia, so they have like nice. a nice little Australian accent while they're singing, <laughs> and it sounds really cool. Um, and I'm a big fan because a lot of their songs are like really catchy, and I kind of really like like R&B music with electronic flares to it. Um, it's more of a chill out music as opposed to playing like rock that I play. Oh, are you into uh, Alt J? What's Alt J? You should check out Alt J. This is an R&B sort of thing. Electronic? Mm, it's electronic, but there's some some R and B style singing. I'll add it to my um, Apple Music because I added that song that Dan likes too. Check it out. I'd be curious to to get your opinion because that's kind of outside of the the genre of music that I really enjoy. But I, I do like Alt J quite a bit. Okay. Any specific album or song? Mm, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, I'll add them and then check them out. Uh, and also, one of my favorite artists actually put out an album Friday, too. Um, it's actually surprisingly a rapper. Uh, I don't like a lot of rap because I think a lot of it is garbage, especially today's rap. Uh, but this this rapper is like a very serious, like he only talks about like kind of more serious life matters. Uh, his name is Enough. And it's he's interesting because he's a very Christian rapper. But he doesn't label himself in that, so his music actually has no swearing, so you can kind of play it wherever. Uh, but he just doesn't talk about you know worshiping God all that much. Um, so he's a, got a super interesting sound. He's kind of the best comparison I can give is if you like Eminem, like serious Eminem music, this would be exactly right up your alley. Mm. Um, I kind of recommend everybody check him out. He's actually gonna. He's kind of. He's kind of. Not underground, but he's not that popular. But his album's actually going to chart in the top five for the Billboard Top 200. Wow. Yeah, so he had a really good, really good release. So so that's, you know, some music that I've been listening to. I have a lot of albums coming out towards the end of October that I'm really interested in, too. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I'll just yeah. bring up, just quickly, one more. Uh, First Aid Kit put out a song at the end of September called it's a shame that i really enjoy so that's another group i've been listening to uh-huh. okay. that's it. i think we get a good job covering a bunch of different genres here too we covered the bases yeah okay uh game giveaway oh boy so it looks um, like we have six six i have alex right yep. ryan yep. Yep. austin tito uh, Alex, Jake. Ryan, Jake, Austin, oh, Tito, Jake. Johnny. Jake, three, Austin, 
four, Tito, five, uh, Johnny, six. Yep. <laughs> One through six, and the winner is number six, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny won a video game. Good for you, Johnny. He's not going to have any idea. Game through one through 197. Uh, unfortunately, Johnny, we do not give away World of Warcraft add-ons. <laughs> no, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make do with game number 187, which is Thomas was alone. Oh, okay. It's a good start. That is a good start. Uh, next one up. 158. <clears throat> Dead Space 3. Oh. Um, not great, but decent. We know it at least. Yep. <laughs> Game 53. Puzzle Agent. Do we know Puzzle Agent? I've heard of it. Yeah, it does sound familiar, right? Yeah. 32. <clears throat> Devil Daggers. Ooh, I actually wanted to play that. Do I have that? I might have that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll uh, veto, veto this. No, I'm kidding. Uh, one sixty-eight, tiny and big in Grandpa's leftovers. I know that one. Did you play that one, dude? No, I have it though. So, Johnny, your options are: Thomas was alone, Dead Space Three, Puzzle Agent, Devil Daggers, and Tiny and Big in Grandpa's leftovers. Um, I did Alex pick his game last week. Options being Poker Night at the Inventory, Medal of Honor, Back to the Future, The Game, Prison Architect, and Dirt Showdown. No, I don't think Tito has picked either from two weeks ago. Uh, Hammer Watch, The Escapist, Dead Space, The Showdown Effect, and Audio Surf. Uh, I apparently still owe Eric Bejeweled Three, or Eric Derek Bejeweled Three. Uh, four weeks ago, Michael still hasn't picked his game. Michael and Minnie. Oil Rush, Event Zero, Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Um, Risen 2, oh, the package of all those games. Risen 2, Sager 2 Gold, Saints Row 2, Saints Row the Third, and the other game being Rhyme Berta. Mm-hmm. And I still owe Tito God Mode, and I still owe Tate Remember Me from over a month ago. I'm sorry. Gotcha. I will do that. But I just wanted to say that, that out loud, that that's what I owe people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, football? Football. Yeah, football. Oh, you know what? Just quickly, Dan, before we get into football. Um, yeah. yeah. We, Patreon, we, I spent some time uh, a few months ago and actually created a Patreon page for us, but we weren't really sure what we wanted to do with it. Um, and we didn't want to just start asking people for money. And we're still kind of in that phase where we're just not, we just don't really want to ask people for money. Uh, especially the people who have been listening to us for a long time. We don't ever really want their money. They've they've done their part to help the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have a couple patrons already uh, without us even really talking about our Patreon. And I think we should just take a minute to thank them. Yeah. Um, if I can figure this out. How do I figure this out? You're asking the wrong person. I looked at it once or twice. You, you run <laughs> the finances, Corey. Come on. <laughs> I don't know how to figure this out. Oh, wait. View all current. View all current. 
Did you imagine that people gave money without us even bringing it up? Okay, uh, Valerie has pledged three dollars. Thank you, yes, thank Valerie. you, thank you. And uh, Austin has pledged two dollars. Thank you, awesome. Austin. Thank you very much. Uh, means a lot. We do. We did list out some goals on the channel. None of this money is going back to us uh, yet. And then once we get to a point where uh, we can take care of the costs of the show, then I think money would start going back um, into the pockets to reimburse some of the costs that especially Dan has paid over the years uh, hosting and yeah hosting and even the equipment we bought back in 2011 you know those uh, I still have all that stuff saved so we still know um, a rough estimate of of who paid for what when so hey we bought quality stuff though it's all still kicking look at that yeah (laughs) I I mean we went we lost a couple mics to moisture but I think once they dried out they were okay that that was for a while it caused the windiness in the mics it was just from moisture from how cold it got down here but ever since we like turned this into a room that we actually use yep it doesn't happen anymore so yep yeah i need so to get a that. new mic but other than that well i mean yeah that's because we're all we're, we're we're remote now we're not all in the same same studio like we were when we first started miss those days you know <laughs> me too those were the days that was fun it was. It was like a party every episode. Yep. That's why we got chip faced every episode. Be just about every episode. on the golf course on Friday all day. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. And just quickly, uh, there are some reward tiers for the Patreon. If you have any ideas or suggestions or fun things you think we could do, let us know. Um, we, you know, we don't really think too much about this stuff regularly. Regularly, we just kind of show up and record a podcast every week, as as Dan said. So. Uh, let us know. Uh, right now, there are three reward tiers. Uh, one of them we're calling Greasy Fingers. If you get the, if you pledge at the Greasy Fingers level, you get an automatic entry in our game giveaway every episode. Um, so there's that. But uh, check it out. Let us know if you have any ideas. Uh, it is, it is really just a way for us to pay for what we've been paying for for years, uh, and hopefully expand by doing some new and creative things uh, online. So yeah. There's that. We probably won't ever mention it again, other than one of the tears is being thanked, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so other than that, we probably we probably won't ever mention it again. The tap martyr tier is uh, get a special thanks at least once a month live on at the show. One. Okay, so it probably wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be every week. <laughs> we would remember the last episode of every month. Probably yeah. is how it would work, right? Well, we were joking in our group chat. Um, about doing putting people on the game giveaway list every week and stuff and how much that should cost and stuff like that. And I went and looked at kind of funny, uh, kind of funny's Patreon. And it's like their, their $2 reward tier is that, but every day. And I'm like, Oh man, how do we compete with that? <laughs> can't. So we can't, we really can't. That would, uh, that would deplete our game library right away. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, okay. I just wanted to, to thank those people that, have paid and they really shouldn't have but we do appreciate it a lot yep definitely all right football football let's talk football what's the standings here okay i actually don't think i've tallied the standings yet dan picked the ravens for week five did the ravens win yes they did uh okay so i gotta look at the closing lines uh where are you there you are closing odds ravens 
Baltimore, three points. Three points. I'll take it. Uh, that's up from the two and a half when you pick them, Dan. So. Oh, cool. There you go. Uh, that leaves you with 14 points. Eric, pick the Cardinals. Did the Cardinals win? No, they got spanked. Oh, that's right. Okay. By, the, by the Eagles. Zero points for Eric. Will, pick the Buccaneers at... Where are the Buccaneers? I don't remember. They played Thursday night. Let's see them on here. Maybe that's why. Didn't matter. Right. They, they lost. Oh, I'm looking at week six again. That's why. Uh, oh, they, they lost. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I don't even need to worry about that. So zero more points for Will. I'd like to thank their kicker for missing three field goals. Oh, Will, that's uh, right. That's the, yeah, that's the one. Will is blank on the score sheet here. It's all right. I'll catch up this week. Uh, I actually picked the Bills, uh, riding high on the Bills. I, I jumped on the bandwagon, like Eric suggested, uh, that there was room. So I, I jumped on, and uh, the Bills screwed me. So I guess a little taste of what it's like to be on the wagon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so zero points for me. <laughs> That's the first my, week, though. Broke my streak, yeah. A little, little unfortunate. And I, I had I had reservations about that pick, but uh, I, I ended up going with it. Um, I got to listen to my gut. That's what happens. You start getting a little cocky. You start, you know. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Nostra freaking Damas. Uh, I'm sitting at 16 points, just two ahead of Dan now. Oh, uh, okay. points? What's that like? <laughs> Idaho Jake picked the Jags. Uh, they won, right? Yep. Jacksonville at seven and a half uh, was the closing odds down from eight yeah. and a half, but still really good. Yeah. Uh, that puts Idaho Jake at ten and a half. So Jake's coming up on us. Um, Tito, as far as I know, did not have a pick last week, right? I don't if believe he did, so. it was probably the Bucks. Uh, Ryan in Iowa picked the Cardinals. Um, no points there. So that leaves him with two points. Zephyr, a.k.a. Eric, picked. Did not have a pick last week, uh, as far as I know. Uh, Miguel slash Avenger, no pick. Did he have a pick? It's tough because I don't. If I missed it, then it's not in the spreadsheet. So unless you guys remember that somebody had a pick, so just uh, let us know if you did have a pick and we missed it, and just point to where it is. Um, just yeah, so you we got, don't. You got to have proof. Just so we can't call you a liar. Correct. <laughs> did the Cowboys win? No. No. Okay. So unfortunately, not. Dustin do not does not get points for his standing Dallas Cowboys pick. Hey, does he get a point this week because, A, they don't play and Zeke got suspended? Oh, he did get suspended? Yeah, the six games. Oh, okay. Nope. Boys got to win. I tried. I'm sorry. Uh, Blake picked the Jags last week also. Good pick. Yeah. Seven and a half for you, which gives you, which automatically, uh, your first pick puts you in third, fourth place. So. Wow. And then were there any other Dan? Yes. Your Val had a pick, right? Yes, she did. Carolina it? over Carolina. Carolina over Detroit. The Panthers. And did they win? I don't yeah, remember. They did. they did. At two points. So two points to Val. And as far as I know, that was her first pick, but I could be wrong. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh okay. 
so I think we're all squared there. Unless I, again, if I missed your pick, let me know and and we'll we'll get it in the spreadsheet. Um, what are you going with this week, Dan? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to pick first. Yeah, you got to go first. Oh, okay. Uh, boy. Oh man, I haven't even looked. Okay, so, ooh, Miami. That's looking like a good one. Twelve and a half. <laughs> Twelve and a half. Yeah. Oh, what if the Jets beat the Patriots? I that crossed my mind too, actually. Guys, stop! Come on. So I like the I like the Philly pick, although I, Carolina's pretty good too. So that game's pretty much over. So. <laughs> oh, what's the score? I forgot that was, was twenty-eight, twenty-three, Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, Lions at the Saints. That might be a good one. I'm gonna do that. I'll go with the Lions at the Saints. Five that points. Was, that was one of my potentials too. Uh, Lions. Dan, you would be up next. Yeah, dang it. You can go with the Lions. Eh, I don't like to pick the same ones. Hmm. I I don't know. There's a couple like big ones that I'm like, hmm, that could be that could be a closer game than they think. Giants. I'm, you know 12, what? Twelve point underdog. <laughs> no. No, uh, I'm going to go for San Francisco over Washington at ten and a half. Wow. Yeah. Going big. I like it. Going big. Oh, my wife just texted me the same exact thing. Just so she's picking the same thing. That's funny. You guys are on the same wavelength. It's almost like you're married or something. Yeah, and have been. What? Uh, San Francisco over Washington. I'm pretty sure I was ridiculed for picking San Francisco two weeks ago. Yeah, but not for me. I'm pretty sure it was from you. What? Jerk. I would never ridicule your football picks because I have no idea. <laughs> I think you I laughed after I got idea. it wrong. No. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> uh, Will, uh, what's Eric's pick? Uh, Bears. Yeah. Uh, ten and a half. Eric's Bears at six and a half. Will? You know, we talked about a little bit earlier about being bold. So I'm going to be bold. I am locking up the Miami Dolphins over the Atlanta Falcons. Nice. Jay Ajayi is going to run all over that porous defense. Jay Cutler... Is going to be terrible, but it won't matter because Ajay is going to have 200 rushing yards. You keep like picking it. against the Falcons, Will, and I keep telling you, man. Hey, I picked against the Falcons. I picked against the Falcons. Buffalo. That was my Buffalo pick I got eight and a half points for. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other picks? I don't did think I so. I don't think we got anybody, any, any listeners. Uh, didn't yeah? Ryan gave us one, didn't he? I Ryan, think I yep, did that. you're right. Ryan gave us one, and Jake picked Ryan. the Eagles. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Okay, so we got Jake with the Eagles, Ryan with the Lions. Uh, anybody else wants to make your pick? Just submit it before game time through Twitter, whatever, whatever channel. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, email, just any any way we we where we have it. 
We yep. should have a football folder in our email. And someone picks one, just well, then it will split our feedback, I guess. But yeah, I should I should just send out the link to the spreadsheet, or could, would that get messy? <laughs> Having people put their own in. Yeah, uh, we'll have a wiener putting on our spreadsheet so fast. Sure. You know what I, I could do? I could set up a form uh, submission on the website that would auto-populate the, the the spreadsheet. That's cool. I like that. That would require some effort, though. Yeah. That's <laughs> not what we're much. about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next week, uh, at least for now, the plan is Shadow of War Part 2. Where we get into the later systems in the game, hopefully. Yeah. I should I should be able to get there by by next week. Um, and then after that, it's probably going to be Fire Emblem. And after that, it's probably going to be Mario Odyssey. I think those will be our next next three episodes. And then Cause, Call of Duty. Because luckily, Nintendo games come out on Friday, which gives us plenty of time to play it before the next week's episode. Nice. So, yeah, me and Will just both got... I don't, we, I don't think we talked about this on air, but we both got confirmation that our physical copies of Fire Emblem are actually coming on release day instead of... Uh, I was supposed to get mine on Tuesday the 24th instead of Friday the 20th, but... Same with me. Well, just yesterday, I think, they updated the emails uh, or updated the, the delivery date, so... It's good. Gives me a whole other weekend to play it. So. Yep, me too. All right, anything else? Thoughts? My computer just told me I'm waking up in six and a half hours. Oh, nice. All right. I guess that'll do it then for episode 325 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.